I don't care if you've been waiting on more fatalities all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Sulu's Prodigy, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with all that dang shit on my left. Old ninja in the world, old ninja. Oh, you thought you was raw? Boom! Not even more. How much more, right? And you hear it on the ones and twos, chuckle people out on the threes and fours, grottos. Even though we had justice a day or so ago, we still need actual reform. The problem still exists. Let's fix the actual problem. Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. 420 is just a day for people who smoke weed to smoke more weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we back I, up in here. Saw it on a shirt. <laughs> I like it. I saw. You know what? I, I, hold on. I saw a shirt today that said, "Don't be so woke that you can't dream." I was like, oh. "Damn, that's a good fucking shirt." <laughs> that is a very good shirt. That's a good ass quote. Yeah. Or right, I like I like uh, what was it Mitch Hepburn's line where he says uh, I I decided to stop chasing my dreams and just ask them where they're going or something like that. Yeah. Really, what, like, <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. This is the quote. I'm gonna stop chasing my dreams, man. I'm just gonna ask where they're going and meet up with them later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Good shit. All right, give us some stats, Cronus. Oh shit! Sorry, I was pouring me a drink. I will give you the stats here in a second. Hold on. My drink is more important than everything else, I guess, tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, one I mean, second. So, listener of the week would be Anthony Anthony Wells. Thank you very much for, for watching so many times. Um, and it's going to take me a second to pull up the ones from YouTube because YouTube had to press, like, three or four fucking buttons to pull up the goddamn uh, chat room. Uh, let's see. I think we're live or not. Uh, I got a little notification. You should have. Yeah, we're definitely live. Okay, nobody's in the chat. I had yet. to refresh. Yeah. So no one's in the chat all yet. good yeah. all good all good uh old ninja you know the routine you what you're pouring and whom's it is is it for wait what blue <laughs> I, I, no, I got that black is beautiful oh that's those two aren't the same thing but not necessarily <laughs> but not necessarily mutually exclusive okay uh this week point out some slits uh, so let's smoke liquor. Uh, we're gonna start with Bernie Madoff. Um, the infamous ar- architect of an epic securities scandal burned through thousands of investors, uh, outfox uh, uh, stock exchange regulars, which earned him a 150 year prison term. Uh, Better known to most people, he's the creator of the world's largest Ponzi scheme, at least most folks. Uh, he was once the chairman of the NASDAQ Stock Exchange. Wait, are you talking about Bernie Madoff? And, mm-hmm. uh, Bernie Madoff, yeah. Or is it Madoff or Madoff? Madoff. Yeah, Madoff. Sure. Fuck. Um, uh, he, uh, he had investment clients from Florida retirees all the way up to Steven Spielberg and Kevin Bacon. Uh, it is reported that an estimated $64.5 billion, with the B, were invested into his businesses and, and he scammed. Uh, he ran a scam from 1960 until 2008. He died at the age of 82 in prison. Yeah, fuck that guy. I, I, I don't know why we, we... We don't need to give like a biography on pieces of shit for RPs. Like... Uh, incidentally, incidentally uh, I mean, he is... 
kind of a historic figure. I mean, he got away. I mean, yeah. He yeah. Was so, piece of shit. so is Hitler. I mean, he's a historic figure yeah, too. Was. But I mean, he's a piece of shit. But just, yeah. just a point. I didn't put this on the list, so I'm just saying. Uh, moving on. Uh, next we have Helen McCoroy, uh, British actress from notable films such as The Queen, Charlotte Gray, Skyfall, Hugo, and she starred in the last three Harry Potter films as Narcissa Malfoy. Uh, she's married to actor Damien Lewis, who currently stars in the show Billions. Uh, she was also an actress in stage, and she was uh, she did stage acting from 1990 till 2016. Uh, during the 20, in the 2020 pandemic, her and her husband supported a program called Feed NHS, which uh, was a group to help give food to National Health Service critical staff from the high street restaurants. So, I believe high street restaurants equates to high-end restaurants in britain in british lingo yeah, i was gonna say it's nhs yeah. and it was definitely brit she's definitely british yeah no she mm-hmm. is but as far as high street restaurants i think that means high-end restaurants i don't know if that's british lingo or high not. street could just be an actual like street in that uh, yeah that's why that's why that's what i'm saying based on the lingo i'm not 100 percent, but i, I'm gonna I, put I that don't think here. that a high-end business would need help from you know no 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 she basically her and her husband were taking food from high-end restaurants and giving them to oh, okay. national health critical staff so that's why i'm assuming the high street may equate to high-end in american lingo um her and her husband had donated roughly 1.1 million in charity in april of 2020 to help out during the pandemic uh she can most recently be seen in his dark materials roadkill and most famously in peaky blinders uh, she passed away due to cancer at the age of 52. God damn, that's young. That's and very young. <laughs> last but not least, we have Robert Ross, better known by his stage name as Black Rob. Uh, he was known for his 2000 hit single, Whoa. Uh, he was a bad boy rapper. His first appearance was on 112's remix of the single, Come See Me. Wait, what? Dude, I didn't know that. 112 is my favorite group. Like, remix not on the original oh okay remix. i was like yeah i'm here about all that uh, uh, in 2006 he was sentenced to four years in prison for grand larceny uh for possessing six thousand dollars of stolen jewelry uh he's been plagued with health issues for quite some time including diabetes and a few strokes uh he posted a message on instagram about the death of dmx about a week ago uh he was reaching out to other artists saying he was near homeless and was in failing health but unfortunately he passed away due to kidney failure at the age of 52. every single artist it seems like that was associated with puffy and bad boy <laughs> one way or another does not seem to be doing well you know years down the road I mean, or is no longer with us mace found jesus though so you know yeah mace had some lawsuits mace you know he said he got swindled he said he got swindled I mean, Lil' Kim is still with us, but, you know. Uh, I don't think that's Lil' Kim, though. I think that she's, she's replaced enough of her body to not be Lil' Kim anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about that question. She's a thundercat. like that question that Vision as fake Vision about how, like, you know, if you take the boards off a ship, is it still the ship? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, it seems like they all got some kind of off-the-hook shit going on. Mm. You know? It's that fucking, Not a whole uh, lot of them are doing well. well you what know, is, it's, What is that? 
It's Illuminati. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's Illuminati. Uh, he sacrificed blood sacrifice to be able to keep his fortune, I guess. Well, it's like one of those things I where mean, what... I, I find it really disturbing when I see African-Americans literally stealing from other African-Americans after they reach the top. They just like decide to just go the whole, I'm just going to take over everything and like not pay your fair wage. You know, even though you're making me money, it's like some real fucked up, like, uh, conqueror shit. You know, just like some, it, it's, it, it's fucked up, you know, and I, I wish it didn't happen, but it, it doesn't. It, it happens, it happens a lot when you see a lot of, like, black artists that do shit like this. And it's fucking wrong. And they need to be called out on multiple occasions. Yeah, look, it, it <laughs> Diddy had a whole reality show about uh, people making the band, right? Yeah. You know, a few seasons of it, too. And he didn't make really anybody <laughs> famous except for himself well, more money. He and, made and money, yeah. Making he the made money. money. Yeah. He, had a, yeah. he had one pop group that had, like, maybe a couple of three hits, maybe. Old and Town? Then, yeah. Did he create yeah. Old Town? Well, he had Dream. The oh, that's little... what Dream. The girl group? Yeah, had, yeah, the girl group. For a then... short, short period of time. Short period of time. I mean, but... Craig Kurt... Mack. Craig Mack, <laughs> yeah, weapon? but... Look, what happened to the, the umbrella bow tie dude? Uh, I don't think he's well, bad boy, was he? Get that, get that. He was. He, uh, well, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if he was a singer. Yeah, though. yeah. I, he I mean, a, I don't think he was a singer, but he was like his chauffeur and butler type dude. Yeah, I know. He's called the gentleman. I don't think he was bad boy, was he? I'm not he sure, was, but not I mean, part of not part of bad boy, but it was part of Puffy's entourage. Maybe. I mean, well, you don't see that fool anymore. I mean, there. I, I don't know what happened to Young Jock. I, uh, Danny DeCane was another bad boy group that fell apart. Um, I don't know what's up with Foxy, Foxy Brown, but I mean, his some of the current artists are Janelle Monet, Machine Gun Kelly, French Montana. So, thought, isn't Machine Gun Kelly didn't Eminem kill him, or is that a, a different Machine Gun? Um, I mean, he he beat. Well, I don't think he killed him, but he definitely punched him into a different genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, rap is I, dead because I, I am dead. Oh, I, God. I, I don't know what the deal is with uh, with with bad boy, especially old school bad boy. But yeah, it, it's uh, there's something there. I, 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 I won't say exactly what it is, but Puffy hey, seems to always come out on top. Well, Faith is still around, so I mean, I don't think nothing happened to her. I mean, she ain't no, making I mean, money. I don't, I, I don't, sure. Is she still recording stuff? No, I feel like that's been I, a long I, time. I, no, it's been a while, but I'm I'm pretty sure she has a reality TV show or something. Something maybe, yeah. I mean, you know, best of luck to everybody. You know, I just I don't know. Some something something doesn't all seem right. I'm not saying with Black Rob specifically, but it seems like there were a lot of huge artists and groups under Bad Boy, and most of them, you know, seem either angry about money, dead, or got a lot going on. Man, you see that? So if you're gonna sign with Bad Boy, Prodigy is saying, "Watch your back. You might, come, <laughs> you, you might come up missing." Yeah, man. All right. Unless you keep that Cambodian breast milk on hand and keep Puffy happy. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Only, breast, oh. only the only the finest breast milk. Oh, my God. From, from I about that. <laughs> all right. Who wants to start it off? God damn it. I actually want to start off real quick. Uh, I want to talk about beer because uh, Carlos, Carlos and I both popped up, uh, popped open a drink and we showed it on the camera. But uh, 
a shout out to Philworks. They have a, a milk stout. It's a hot chocolate milk stout. I don't like chocolate, but I love chocolate beers. But uh, usually they have this around the winter time, and they brought it back for springtime. And this beer is so fucking good. Like, I literally was by there today, and I popped in to see if they actually had it because uh, there's there's a Philworks in uh, San Ramon. And yeah, I went in there, saw it on the menu. Was like, hey, let me get a four cans to go. Got it. Came home, and that's what I opened up. And I'm drinking it in my commentary black is beautiful glass, um, mainly to signify what happened today, or was it yesterday? Uh, yesterday, with the trial results. But uh, Crumbs, what's the drink that you're drinking? Jesus Christ, this is a fucking crazy you're one. You're drinking a cider, right? It is a cider, but it's a barrel aged dry cider, and so it was an apple cider that's aged in whiskey barrel. So it's a very interesting uh, flavor to it, and it's eight and a half percent alcohol, so it's it's uh, pretty potent too. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite okay. good. It's basically tastes like apple juice and fucking whiskey. So, yeah, it's... that sounds like a hangover. <laughs> Who, who's the brewer? Who's the uh, brewer on that one again? Uh, the brewery is Greenwood Cider Company, and they are based out of Seattle, Washington. So, oh, that's cool. And this is uh, a yeah, cider. Sorry, this is a uh, a lot of the beers that I get are from Tavor. So maybe it's, I'll have to reach out to them see if we can get like a promo code for Tavor. But if you like beer and cider and stuff like that, like it's basically a site kind of like Woot, where like every actually it's even better than Woot because every few hours there's a new beer that's on there, and um, you can actually here let me pull up the app so people can understand what the fuck I'm talking about. For people that are actually watching this on YouTube, um, I'll explain it to you if you're listening on audio because that's how most people consume this podcast. So. Um, um, no, 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 no. This is the actual <laughs> app that I that I use. This is the Tavor app, and so you see, like it pulls up like the beer that they have, and if you just scroll through, like these are all beers that you can buy um, on here. Some of them are sold out. Like, that's not sold out, but um, so every few hours, like they come up with like a new beer, and yeah, this oh, one's sold out. This this chocolate pie to cream is is sold out. Uh, I think it's by Hubbard Brewery, Hubbard's Cave. Yeah, um, but. You can just sit there and, you know, every few hours, a new beer will come up that's, like, kind of limited. And you just click buy. And then um, after a month, they, like, you, you buy all these beers. And at the end of the month or at the end of, like, whatever period that you have, they box all your shit up and they ship it out to you. And so nice. sometimes, like, I'll forget how, how much I bought and I'll get, like, a lot of beers. And I'll forget how much I spent, <laughs> like, 400 fucking dollars. But I'm just saying, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a really cool... Uh, app and hopefully I can reach out to them and see if I can get like a promo code because um, I know you can get like $10 off on like some shit because uh, Patrick um, got me on this he's a listener of the podcast uh, I met him through like a Brothers and Craft Brew group on, on Facebook real good dude and I met him in real life as well we traded some beers um, it's, it's a great app and this is where I got it from was from Tavor because it's, it's if you want to reach out and like um, try different kinds of beers that maybe you don't think you like different kinds of beers you can just buy like one or two of a certain kind of beer and you don't have to buy like a whole six pack or case or whatever and they just box it up for you and get ready to go like most of the beers that I get I like because it's shit that I like but sometimes I reach out to like you know see if I like something else and sometimes they don't always work but you know it's whatever it's only one beer so gotta roll those dice yeah. roll them dice yeah, it's kind of it's interesting since you mentioned the whole cider like this over the weekend i did uh there's a thing that happened in san francisco called the cider summit 
and it, it was virtual because of you know COVID and stuff like that. And it, it was it was pretty fun. It wasn't as fun as the beer one we did, but like you know they did a live stream on uh, on Facebook, and I was interacting with the host and stuff like that. And like I don't know, the, the shit was pretty fun. I got I got pretty tipsy because like I got about six different ciders to drink. But like the pack that they give you is enough for like two or three people to sample out of. <laughs> but since it was just me, I was drinking like drinking it myself. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. So shout out to Cider Fest and uh, I think it was Cider Magazine. They're the one I put it together. Nice. But I really can't wait for them to to get back to doing it live again because there's one cider company called a uh, JC uh, Ciders and they make a an apple cider whiskey. That's hella fucking good. Like it's. You can drink that whole bottle and not be not uh not I mean you you're gonna feel it but you're not you're not gonna be like you're not gonna really care basically but um y'all y'all gonna quick. have to DM me where I can get this shit. Well you I think you get it at um Ho they always say you can get it at Whole Foods, but I can never fucking find it at Whole Foods. Oh, not Whole Foods, at Trader Joe's. You can oh. be able to get it at Trader Joe's. But um cool. it's it's funny, like uh one year I went to their booth, I'm like, Yeah, the, you're the whole reason why I keep coming to this and the guy's like, Oh that's cool, that's cool, you're gonna you gonna get a bottle? I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna get a bottle, I still have one at home. The guy's like, You still got one at home? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like that bottle should be empty from the time you fucking buy it from the store and get it to your house. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what the dude said. I'm like, you know what, dude, you're right, I should be drinking it more often. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a really good cider or whiskey. Good shit, man. <sighs> All right. I guess we're done set with up, the... uh, set up this Chauvin trial. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll, I'll take the lead here. Because I actually did a video on this um, on our YouTube channel. Um, it's not on not an audio, um, but it's on YouTube about my, my initial thoughts about the, the Chauvin trial and the, and the verdict. So uh, they Derek Chauvin, the, the former police officer who murdered uh, George Floyd uh, for over nine minutes. He was found guilty on all three uh, counts. It was like uh, murder, second degree murder, third degree murder, and then I think it was like second or third degree assault, something like that. So it's three three counts, guilty on all of them. And you know the deliberate the jury deliberations were like less than twelve hours, so it was a pretty pretty quick turnaround for something like this serious. Um, the trial was I think fourteen or fifteen days, so it was it was quite a long time for a trial, and there was like a lot of evidence that was shown and a lot of evidence that I watched and things that um, I was not aware of that happened. Um, like with, you know, somebody from, you know, a firefighter being on site and couldn't help George Floyd because the, you know, Officer Tao was saying, no, nobody helps him. And, you know, huh? not knowing that uh, they knew that George Floyd was dead for minutes and they didn't decide to help him after they had no pulse. It's like, listen, the guy has no pulse. He's obviously fucking dead. Why wouldn't you try to help him? And I think that is some of the most damning evidence, like, of all, is the fact that you're supposed to be protecting and serving, um, and you you killed him, and you didn't try to help him afterwards, like, at all. You just After George Floyd died, um, Officer Chauvin was still on his neck for an additional three-plus minutes. Um, when they could have been trying to save his life, um, but he decided not to, and I think that's just a—it's a wanton disregard of human life. And it, to me, like, I'm happy that it—you know—that he was found guilty, but it's—it's it's a hollow victory for me. I mean, yeah, he—he's guilty. He's gonna go to jail. I get that, but in the meantime, we we had you know somebody killed the the day of the fucking trial. As they were literally literally reading the verdict, 
uh, a 15 or 16 year old, you know, black girl got shot in the chest multiple times after calling the police because she's getting attacked by adults. And I watched the video and it's like, yeah, I understand. Like she was like, she had a knife in her hand and she was going to stab somebody, but um, yeah, it was, she was getting attacked and you know, Kyle Rittenhouse who killed two or did he kill two people? One or two people. I forget how many. Uh, I think two or three. Uh, I think he killed. Well, he shot three, but I think two of them died. He shot three people. He had the his firearm on him, and he got a water bottle, and you know, thanks. And and he got and he got um, he got bail. Officers cool. put in for his bail, and he also um, broke his actual commitment of being on bail by not saying where he actually fucking lived because he left where he was supposed to be, and he's still f- free. He's on bail but free. But it's like you're giving all this guy all these things, and like so. When I first watched the video, I was like, okay, well she's got. When I first heard about it, and I was like, okay, there's certain instances where I think that police officers should use lethal force, which is when somebody is in danger. Like, somebody's life is in danger. Sure. So, I, you know, I, I get that. And I get that she had a knife in her hand and she was, you know, she's going to stab somebody. Because she, she was. She was going to stab somebody. But she was the person that actually called the police. And she was the one that was getting attacked. And I, I don't understand why, you know... The officer, well, I watched the video, like, he didn't really ask any questions. There was somebody else that was getting kicked in the face by a man. It was, a woman was getting kicked in the face by a man on the ground, and he didn't shoot him. And I, I just don't, I don't understand why police officers go to lethal force so quickly sometimes. Yeah, I understand somebody's life is in danger. But at the same time, we had similar circumstances with somebody else. And they killed somebody, and they're still alive today. And police officers put in for their bail. Like, they, they literally donated to their bail fund. And it's like, we've got a long way to go here in America where, you know, yeah, Chauvin is going to go to jail. But it's like, I said in the video, I don't think that, first of all, I don't think that he understands that what he did was wrong. And a lot of Americans don't understand that what he did was wrong. Because th- people will still bring up that, oh, well, you know, George Floyd was a drug addict. Or, you know, he had uh, he had things in his Priorist. past that he did. You know, he had prior arrests. I'm like, yeah. motherfucker. He had a criminal record. Yeah, yeah, Chauvin did too. I mean, Chauvin mm-hmm. got, how many, It was I think it was 18 times that he got, mm-hmm. um, that he had complaints against him. And he, had, and he got uh, punishment from those, from at least three or four of those. So it's like, why aren't you looking at his background? You're letting this fucking dangerous ass dude still serve on the force. And let's just fucking, people just gloss over the fact that the original uh, statement from the police was that George Floyd died from uh, medical distress on scene. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for a 17 year old, a fucking minor that had the video, the, the initial video, if it wasn't for her, yep. then we would have had no idea what happened. They would have just covered it up. Because they covered it up yep. knowing that they had they, they all had the body camera footage. They knew that there was cameras around them. And they still try to cover it up. So, yeah, I, the chief of police was up there, you know. Um, and other officers were, you know, obviously going against him. But their initial thoughts for this, their initial reaction for it was cover it up for this guy. Let's cover up another one of his mistakes. Then he murdered somebody. That was our initial thing. And I don't see anybody from the fucking right talking about this. 
the fact that we are lucky that we had it took so much evidence to convict this dude so much evidence like it wasn't just the camera like the the one uh videotape that that's the the main Curtis, one Curtis, really quick i'm sorry i gotta stop you prodigy if you're gonna scribble notes can you please my bad, mute my yourself? bad or move to a softer surface, please. Sorry, my bad. Scribbling my bad. Hard. Yeah, no, but I, he's probably going to touch upon some shit I'm, I'm talking about. Um, yeah. But it's just amazing that we had to have this much amount of evidence. And when I woke up, you know, yesterday on 420, um, I woke up thinking that there's a chance that this guy can get off. That was legit chance that this guy can get off. And I think that most black people and most black and brown people understood that, that this guy can still get off, even with all this evidence. Oh. And there's people that are still talking about how they think that it was justified about what, what that guy did. People like that, I don't... This is why I don't want to live here anymore. Because people like have that mindset of you can literally watch a guy who's handcuffed already being um, physically restrained and getting murdered in front of you, but to you, well, his past mattered. Like, what the, kind the fuck? Kind of jumping back to the the, the cover-up story. So, uh, Cronus' sister had pulled up this article that was posted that came from the uh, Minnesota police. And it actually says on here that the officers called the ambulance uh, and he was transported to uh, Hennepin County Medical Center by ambulance where he died shortly, short time later. So, basically, they're saying that he died on his way to the fucking hospital, which is a goddamn lie. But, like, the fact... like. This this post was so like outrageous. I was like, okay, this this gotta be fake. So I had to like look it up and like actually found like proof that this this shit was legit. I'm like, wow, are you fucking serious? Like I didn't even know about this until like yesterday. I don't know, it was today. I learned about it today. I'm like, that's some fucked up shit. Like this whole thing would have never never would have came to light if it wasn't for the the kid that videotaped it from his fucking cell phone. And I I remember the kid like filming it, telling him like, you know, he's. You're choking him, you're choking him, and they're like that. Like one officer was telling him to back the f off, and this and that. It's like this is so fucking disrespectful. We're we're very lucky that this was filmed, and I just want to really point out uh, in a lot of states, a lot of uh, counties and whatnot, they're trying to change, and they're actively are changing laws uh, to make it illegal to film things of this sort with incidents with police. So. Be, be very aware of that. I, I think that that's, com, you know, complete bullshit. But I want to go back to something that I just, I have to say it as plainly as this. This is about a officer going way above and across the line because the suspect was black. It was over a $20, uh, a suspected $20 counterfeit bill that we all know with that i guess liquor store or convenience store or whatever it was nowhere in this did it warrant anything close to uh what what chauvin did and i don't have any love for the other officers that just stood by and watched this watch this execution either yeah. you know um th this was absolutely egregious i'm glad that there was a you know a guilty verdict but i, I just gotta really plainly say this martha like i've mentioned multiple times on here convicted felon martha stewart would not have been treated like this. No. Oh, of course not. No. Oh, uh, Mother Stewart, as well as La, was a uh, um, Lori Laughlin and um, uh, Will and Mace Macy's wife, uh, uh, Felicity Hoffman, mm -hmm. both convicted of felonies of uh, of scamming people, taking bribes to get their children into universities across the nation. 
millions of dollars or maybe well collectively millions of dollars but still they wouldn't be, they weren't treated like that they were escorted escorted what, to their destinations what was that one shooter who like the the officer stopped and got him a fucking cheeseburger or something yeah was was, that the, he was a mass murderer guy? he was a mass murderer and it, it, it mm. continues to happen when you see these mass murderers that we know definitely kill people and they take them in nice and peacefully you know they don't sit there you know they don't put their knee on their neck for nine plus minutes and then pretend that you know that was that's normal like it's it's so it's it's crazy to me that that we live in in this country and people are so divided on like basic facts like people are people didn't even really watch all the evidence that happened with the chauvin trial i watched most like most of the evidence being played out it made me even more angry because there was so much shit that went wrong on that stop like the fact that they just rolled up on a guy who was suspected of um you know a counterfeit bill and they just had their gun out immediately they put their gun put their guns in his face immediately Imme yep. for a fucking fake 20 like what the fuck like why would you do that like that doesn't even make any fucking sense to me it's not a violent crime it could have been a fucking mistake because i don't know if every single bill in in you know in my wallet is counterfeit or not i don't and it, it should have been something like hey you know this you know they say that you gave them a fake 20 dollars bill and it should have been like an easy resolution or a ticket at best a ticket it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have to go anywhere anywhere near what it went to and people are like oh well he was high oh well, blah blah but listen if i stick a gun in your fucking face how are you gonna act and yeah there was drugs in the system but guess what the vast majority of americans have drugs in their system at some point in time well let's just call it what it is i mean drugs are irrelevant and this is what the, the trial proved to his death and that's all you know that's all i care did, did any of that crap lead to his death no did no did yeah. at one point did. Did, at one point they said he had COVID. he did I remember well, somehow no he did he even talked about it he actually watched the video he talked about okay. how, he, how he had COVID. like uh he was he just recovered from COVID. And people were thinking that he died from COVID. It's like, no, you don't fucking die from COVID like Come that. Come on now. Like, it's it's, it's so on. dumb. Um, and the whole... Doctors broke down the whole he was on drugs thing. Because people were saying that... Even fucking stupid-ass Candace Owens was talking about how he had three times the lethal amount of, of fentanyl in his system or methamphetamine. No, he didn't. The doctors... This is how I know that stupid-ass didn't watch the actual trial. Because doctors broke down the actual drug amounts that he had in his system. And it wasn't enough to kill anybody... Yep. So she didn't. People like that need to just shut the fuck up. Because yeah. like, it's. It, I understand that it's hard to have you know cognitive cognitive dissonance, is a, is a real thing, but you need to like wake the fuck up and actually do the research on what the fuck you're talking about, and like yeah. see all the evidence and then come to your conclusion. Don't just give your initial thoughts and then ignore all the fucking. The, the trial was 14 fucking days of evidence, legit evidence that you can look for yourself. And, and watch if you don't believe in any of that then you're a fucking fool you're a fucking fool it's interesting like listening listen, like i watched i showed you guys a video of her talking about the whole trial and all this different stuff and she talks about all the the media this and the media that it's like bitch you fucking work for the media like you're part of the <laughs> fucking problem yourself for one thing and then she talks about how like you know the the jury and stuff was like pressured and stuff like that so i'm like okay so you're saying that our our legal system is fucked up that's what you're that's what you're clearly saying 
And so this officer who isn't a bad guy actually was doing good. So you don't think that the fucking the the the, the police department isn't bad at all? You don't think anything everything's perfect? Like, come on, bitch! Like, you need to get the fucking program. Like, I, I would like to see her get pulled over. And like Compton or something like that, and like driving like I don't know, driving like a bucket and see what the fuck happens. No, not in Compton. She needs to get pulled over in like Virginia or North Carolina for fitting the description, and then the, see how she changes. The judge judges in all of these types of trials to uh, tell the jury you need to abstain from all forms of media. You know what I mean? In terms of you can't be looking at the nightly news or whatever. To, like that, being part of a jury, you get very specific instructions on what you can ingest from a media standpoint and what you can't. So don't they, I don't want to hear that bullshit. Don't the don't the lawyers like they pick their jurors and stuff like that? Don't yes. they try to find people who like yes that will be so on their they, side during jury selection? They will pick each side has a right to pick and dismiss. So if the prosecution picks people that they feel will vote in their favor or side in their favor the defense can dismiss them they're allowed a certain amount of dismissals until they have 12 jurors until they go to trial uh furthermore with uh prodigy was saying in high profile cases uh certain judges will do some kind of like embargo where like hey you we need to confiscate your technology. You can't have a cell phone. You can't have a laptop. You're going to be in this hotel for two weeks. Do whatever you need to do and let people know you're going to be missing for 12 weeks for high profile. I think the OJ trial was one of those that they yep. did something similar. I'm pretty sure they did something similar for this case. Each state also varies on what they're going to do and what they're not. They want the jury to not be biased and be. Um, influenced by outside sources so even if you are even when you're doing the jury selection they tell you do not research the case do not um do not use your phone in inside the um inside the uh the courthouse uh, they will warn you some places will confiscate your stuff some of them may even like have a cubby hole or something i, I can't say exactly each county is different you know so high profile cases are Definitely, they do what they can to prevent, basically, a hung jury. Yeah, this is, like, the crazy thing for me is that, obviously, you know, I, I watched the original video. Like, the, the whole thing from the from the cell phone video. Um, so, I would have been what's considered biased. But even if they did pick me to go on the jury, I could have been, you know, I would have been opening up to, like, you know, different points of view. But every single piece of evidence that they showed in the trial made Chauvin look more and more guilty. And for anybody that really paid attention, if you th if you watched all the evidence being played out and you thought that guy wasn't guilty, then uh, I don't even know what to say. Like, you're barely even a human being to me. Like, yeah. seriously, like, he, he killed the guy, obviously. Obviously killed the guy. He didn't render him aid. He stayed on top of his body after he was dead, after he was obviously dead, he even said, hey, like one of the other officers, he's got, he has no pulse, and he just ignored it and stayed on top of him. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's way above and beyond, like, what you, like, that alone should be enough to, like, convict the guy. Obviously, he's already been convicted. He's a murderer. So we know that for a fact now. But for people on, on you know, certain political spectrums to, to sit there and be like, 
oh, well, you know, he was just to do that. No, he wasn't fucking just. That's not just. Police officers are not out there to kill people. They're not, especially when he's already fucking subdued. If somebody's in handcuffs and you can't control them, three of you can't control them, then you shouldn't, all, none of you should be officers anymore. I'm sorry, you, you shouldn't. Because I can control somebody easily. Like, I don't give a fuck. You'd have to be a very large, unless you can break out of handcuffs, I can control you when you're in handcuffs. I can control the vast majority of people outside of handcuffs. It's not fucking hard. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm going to just say, uh, Stitch is in the chat real quick, and he said the, the prosecutors did an amazing job of making sure that uh, defense couldn't weasel a bullshit excuse, had his supervisors, training officers, and uh, chief all say, nope, he was wrong. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the other thing. Is like other police officers literally testified against him, and you still have stupid motherfuckers trying to say that he was justified. If the police say that he was wrong, where is your excuse? It's over. Like seriously, yeah. and these are also the same. I'm gonna fucking call it out. Call it how it is. The same pieces of shit that try to cover it up from the get go. So all like the police chief, fuck you. Like seriously, yeah, you you doing what's right now only because you have pressure on top of you. But your initial yeah. fucking story that you put out there was that George Floyd died in a fucking... He died of you know medical issues. Yeah, on the way to the hospital. You fucking lied. And your department lied. So fuck you and your fucking bullshit. Now they're trying to come out to be the sort of hero. But you, fuck, you and your whole department fucking lied. So as far as I'm concerned, you could all be fucking fired. And replaced with somebody else with fucking morals. I'll say this. Um, you know... <laughs> I mean, and, and, and we're all justifiably angry. Um, it, it's not political at all to me. It, this is pure and simple anti-black racism in terms of you making excuses for a murder. You know, this is now, like you mentioned, he's been convicted. This is open and shut. But there's still people out there defending, defending him, defending his actions and whatnot. Um, and, and I'll say, also say this, none of this is worth it for, for defending this one guy. This, this one piece of shit is a danger to the entire country. Wherever he is, he is a danger and a threat. So he, him being behind bars, it's not something to weep about. Um, it's not something to mourn him getting convicted. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it definitely isn't worth it. It isn't even worth, and I'll even say this, it isn't worth the incredible backlash that was going to happen if there was a uh, uh, a not guilty verdict mm. on all three accounts. Well, if he, there was a hung jury, that would have been something else too. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really glad for overall safety of the entire country and just calm in general and just rational thought that he got convicted. Well, it, but um, it, it, it would have been, it, it wouldn't have been worth it and it would have been all bad if the jury had just been like, nah, no, no harm, no foul. Well, that's one of the weird yeah. things that, you know, people like Candace Owens were saying. Um, people I don't know who Candace Owens is. She's a... She's a person Shame. of African descent um, that mm. is a right-leaning person, and she is just a parrot talking point for, like, any single left or right-wing view that you can possibly think of. And she was first to say that, you know, uh, George Floyd is not a hero... He's blah, nobody said he's a fucking hero. He's he's he got murdered. He got a fucking murdered. We said he was a victim correctly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's a victim said. of murder. Like it, it. Nobody's saying that he was a fucking hero. 
Like, he's not a perfect guy. Like, yeah, he had he had issues in the past. I get that. But he, he didn't deserve to get murdered, especially in the manner that he got, you know, murdered in. Um, but these people just think they don't, they're just missing the point. They don't even realize, like, how racist I love. Well, I don't love. It's very enlightening to me how these people are. And I'm saying these people in the most disrespectful way I can. Those people, um, how their racism is just coming, bubbling up. Like they're, they use, they're saying like Anglo-Saxon traditions. you just, that's white supremacy. In other words, like, just, or you just, got just, your just justice. Say yeah. You got your justice. That's what, uh, Tommy so Lawrence he, fucking fake ass he, said. Even though they're trying to tag it as a leftist justice, you know what they're really trying to say. You know, trying to say that N word got what he deserved. Yeah, yeah. And y'all, y'all better not get too uppity. Yeah, and all that other stuff. That's what that's what it really is. I I mean, she's like, Foot Locker had better be safe, and and (laughs) and all this had better be safe. And then she tries to clarify. Uh, you had a congresswoman say that the Black Lives Movement is a terrorist movement, and people are afraid to go outside based because of verdict, because basically, basically because of terrorism. I'm like, are you serious right now? It's it's kind of funny because like I wanted to call her an Uncle Tom, but like the fact that I read a book that talked about Uncle Tom and how how awesome of a person <laughs> that Uncle Tom is, it's like I can't even call her that. I, I, only name I can think of is Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, I just, just a fucking Uncle Ruckus. I would like to sit down with her. So Joe Rogan said she he's had her on a couple of times. I think maybe two. I think he's done with most grifters right now. Um, but he he had the first time he had her on was it was like so embarrassing. They had a normal conversation. Up until it came to um, climate change. And then she just, like, her clownishness just came out of how she's used to just, like, really quick talking points and, like, sort of the gish gallop sort of deal. And um, once you, like, actually broke down, like, what do you mean about climate change? You, like, got in the weeds of it. She, she had no idea about climate change. She's a fucking moron. And the fact that, yeah, it's easy to, like, speak in talking points. You know, and just like give the you know the quick little jabs, but when you have to when you have to, when you have to actually have a conversation with somebody and break down your actual ideals, she falls the fuck apart like fucking leaves in the wind, like dry leaves in the wind. Like she has her act. I don't even know why she's why she has a platform. She's uh, intellectually fucking weak as fuck. I will obviously I'm waste. I'm way smaller than she is as far as like the global view goes and all that shit. But I, I, I would be glad to sit down and have a conversation with her about George Floyd and the Chauvin murder. And I, I can almost guarantee you that I, I would fucking eviscerate her on actual facts because she's sitting there, especially now on just right wing talking or what right wing, um, you know, shows and shit like that. Just saying what the fuck she wants and just letting her say, Oh yeah, it sounds great. You sound great, but you're just, She's spitting out fucking nonsense. And the fact that you're just around there with a bunch of yes men and they're just giving you a fucking platform, your views are fucking wrong. You need to recognize that. Like, like my views before have been wrong. Once you recognize that your views are wrong, correct it and realize what the fucking issue is. It's fucking you. Yeah. I like the... I wish... I I would... I mean, I I know this won't happen, but I like to see... uh, I like to see her, Candace, and... uh, and uh oh god what's the girl's name the the hot latin black chick that's in congress right now what's her name it's, oh, it's no, aoc nah, i wouldn't pick aoc yeah no no i'm talking about like that have them like have a debate or maybe uh 
I don't know. If if they were still if they still did MTV Celebrity Deathmatch, I'd like to see those two <laughs> go at it. <laughs> no, I mean it, it would have to be like a, it would be a long conversation. It have to be like more than an hour to like really break down like actual views, you know. Oh, you know yeah. who needs to be on there is Soledad O'Brien, because old girl, she she had. If you don't know who she is, she was on CNN. I don't think she's on there anymore. But she had a huge documentary. The first one was uh, Black in America. It's like a, I think four or more part miniseries, like docu series. And then she also did like a uh, Latino in America. Cause I think she's mixed. I believe she's mixed. I'm not hundred percent. So that but O'Brien? She did... Yeah, so mm-hmm. that O'Brien. She has like uh, another like same length uh, docu-series on what it's like to be black and brown in the US. And she travels throughout and she, she spoke throughout 2020 about a lot of social justice issues about what's going on, especially the George Floyd murder. And I think Breonna Taylor as well. But uh, if you put her on that debating table, I think there would definitely be well, some interesting talking points. All right, I, I, I'm going to jump in real quick. Uh, in terms of uh, debating, I I think it can be a little bit dangerous sometimes when we're talking about um, really extreme racist views uh, and, get, and giving that uh, a, 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 a megaphone, basically. Um, and I don't care that... You know, Candace Owens is black. She's had a whole lot of anti-black racist racist views. Um, I, I'm fine with talking about policy and taxes and all of that other stuff and military spending. But when you get into not even dog whistling, but just blatant, I don't like said individual. Ba- and I think said individual was uh, justified to be killed because basically because they were black. That bothers me. And I, I don't like giving them any uh any type of promotion because they benefit financially from being book sales appearances all that other stuff uh from you know spewing that hateful stuff and the hate the hateful stuff has real life fucking consequences that that's me like i i was kind of i didn't want like the the video i shared to the group i didn't want to share it just because that's fucking four clicks that she's getting to her fucking YouTube channel, which means profit in her fucking pocket. Yeah. But it, it's it's fuel for us to talk about. So I was like, I gotta share it. Yeah, and and, and again, I, I also want to just say quickly too. We mentioned Tommy, and I mean, I, there's Tucker. There's a bunch of people that have been fucking melting down. Uh, semi and and overtly defending uh, really Chauvin and and what he did, this murderer. Um, fuck fuck all of them. That that's some that's some complete bullshit. Even after the conviction, you you know who you are. You're, you're a shitty fucking human being, a shitty racist human being, and um, you don't belong in really in society. You definitely don't belong on you know the radio waves and all that other stuff. When I went off on uh, a few weeks ago when uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, you know it was for this type of shit. It was for just blatantly any type of situation where someone is a black person is a victim. You flipping it around when that victim had it coming. You know, that victim shouldn't have uh, had his pants sagging or that victim shouldn't have had uh, rap music in his ear or a can of Skittles or whatever the fuck, or a can of Skittles, a can of iced tea, a bag of Skittles, whatever the fuck it is. You get a can of Skittles. excuses for someone. <laughs> you can get a can of Skittles, you say? Yeah, it's not big, yeah. but still. Yeah, yeah but I just think stop making excuses. Yeah. yeah, stop making excuses. You know, when something is blatant and to the, to any 
average person, this was nothing but a murder. And if you take away the badge, you wouldn't have any problem. Most people, 99% of the people wouldn't have any problem calling this a murder. Again, same actions. Take away the badge. Let's say he's a bodyguard or, or, or a nightclub bouncer or something. And he does this stuff, you know, has a concealed carry thing and, you know, uh, puts his knee on the neck. It, it, it's painfully obvious that it was murder. And I'm glad the jury found it as uh, as such, you know? You know? Did they, uh, did they bring it... up the fact... I mean, I, 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 there were also many fucking rumors going around, but did they bring up the fact during a trial that... Uh, I know they said that George Floyd and this guy used to work together. Like, they were bouncers or some shit. Did they bring that up, or is that just fucking I, urban I think, legend I think shit? it might have been bullshit, because, yeah, I read the same thing, but it was not brought up in the, uh, in the trial as far as I know. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. But, yeah, the whole, you know... I just don't understand how you can watch somebody getting killed like that <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah, it's good. Like, <laughs> I don't, what, what fucking mindset yeah, you have to be in to, like, think that that was okay to do? Like, that's what you expect from your police officers? Like, to, is to, like, kill somebody like that? I know what, I know what their mindset is. Their, their mindset is that this person, George Floyd, is labeled as a criminal and a cop did something righteous by basically taking out a criminal that is their mindset that's what they think that a criminal did something and the cop stopped him bullshit man i'm sorry i gotta call y'all on it um i it, it, it goes back to this we all know they criminals. don't have that they don't have that sentiment for uh uh dylan roof they don't have that sentiment for uh the the uh asian uh massage therapist killer you know what i mean like there's plenty of white criminal mass killers that they don't have a problem with. It, this is goes right back to George Floyd's fucking skin color and ethnicity, <laughs> and him when being I, black. When I when I heard the story about the the white guy who killed the Asian massage parlor people or whatever, the 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 fact that I heard like I think it was the sh the sheriff, he said that the guy was having a bad fucking day. Like, are you kidding me? Awful. He just murdered multiple fucking people. Who, because he was having a yeah. bad fucking day, you who, think that's okay? Who had a worse day, him or the people he fucking murdered? Yeah, right. Like what the fuck? Like seriously, <laughs> like th this is the it, God. I'm, I'm fucking. This is the fucking white supremacy bullshit that that we have to deal with as, on a daily basis. You know, being black or brown in America is that we get to see these people that are white that you know get taken in after after literally murdering people. Literally, like we know they murder people. And they get taken in just fine. They put up, they make sure they're nice and safe when they bring them in. They put a fucking put a goddamn bulletproof vest on them for some reason to make sure they don't get killed, even though they just murdered people. In the meantime, you have petty crimes that are being done by brown people, and they're getting killed for it by the police. Like, what the fuck? We need police reform, and we need it yesterday. Like we need we need it a long time ago. And it needs to it needs to happen. Like. This is why this is kind of like a hollow victory for me because yeah, I mean the guy's going to jail, but like I said before, like his whole department protected him, protected him up until the point to where there was too much pressure, too much public pressure upon their their department. You know what I mean? But if it wasn't for that pressure, it wasn't for that video, he'd he'd have been a murderer and he'd have got away with it. He would have because this happened before, and there was like a Jesus Christ. This is personal so to me. Personal to me. <laughs> Because uh, there was a, somebody got they got killed by a police officer in 2018 in Danville, and the I forget the the guys uh, Latimer, I her his 
sister was a friend of mine when I was in like junior high. And so when he got killed by the police, I remember when it first happened, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But like, what really happened? Like, I didn't understand like what happened. And so now the, the video came out of like what happened. And now the officer is years later, he's brought up on charges for, for murder. And it's just like, what the fuck? Cause remember like how much it affected her and her whole family, like her going through yeah. like serious pain going through like her. Cause I, I guess he had, um, well, apparently he had mental issues and it was like a slow speed mm. chase. And I think the police officer like ran him over or something like that or killed. He got killed by the police. And now it's coming out like years later. And it's like, you're seeing all these other things Damn. that are coming out like years later. And it's like, dude, can, can people not see now that it's a fucking systemic problem? It's a systemic problem that needs to fucking end. You got to keep, people want to keep bringing it up, but oh, well, people are, you know, they're rioting and looting. They're rioting and looting because the system is so fucked up. They're killing us and people that look like us for no reason. They're not upholding the law. They're taking the law into their own fucking hands. Police officers are supposed to be, they enforce laws, all right? That's what they're supposed to do is enforce laws. So if somebody breaks the law, they take them into custody, and then the legal system goes through the rest. They're not supposed to... I mean, unless somebody's life is in imminent danger. I'll give you that caveat. I totally understand that. Right? Somebody's life is in imminent danger, or their own lives are in imminent danger, then yes, defend yourself. Definitely keep the peace. Um, keep somebody else from getting killed. I get that. But when nobody's life is in danger, and you're still killing people, what, what are you fucking doing? And the fact that society as a whole, at this point in time... It's still okay with this happening all the fucking time. What the fuck? Like, what do you think is going to happen here in society? Like, it's it's just, it's fucking wrong. And he's, and he's the end. When you, I don't want to hear any, <laughs> any motherfucking talking points about property damage ever fucking again. After January 6th, you can, that falls on deaf ears of my ass. You can miss me with that bullshit. No, sir. <laughs> And then I'll also say this too, and you know it's gonna sound partisan, it's gonna sound uh, fucked up, but Trump would have exacerbated this situation. Oh, I'm yeah. going to flat out fucking 100%. say that. Yeah. Had he been on Twitter, had he been in office and on Twitter, this shit would have really hit the fan in terms mm -hmm. of him not just dog whistling but saying, "Look at these motherfuckers." Why don't we go get them? Why don't we go do something? Blah, blah. It, you could, you could, you know for certain, based on January 6th and four years of that bullshit, you know he would have seized this opportunity to stir up more fucking hatred and racist bullshit. Very so fine. He would have had the very fine people. Yeah. Yeah. He would have had the, the the proud boys fucking outside the fucking courthouse and shit. He, like he he literally would have. And, and, and that's not just me, oh, you know, hyperbole and blasting off. Nah, let this motherfucker get on Twitter. I bet you that'd be one of the first fucking tweets he sends out right right now. So, yeah, anyway. That guy, that guy was so uh, fucking dangerous to be on fucking Twitter. Like, holy shit. Like, when when he lost when he, when he lost presidency and, and stuff like that and um, the new uh, people are in the office, there's just a, there was just like a sigh of relief that came over me. Like there was like a little bit of weight lifted off my shoulder, not knowing that he wasn't a president anymore. I, I'm I'm just gonna say it like this: the fact that we all have moved on in in a way, but he literally <laughs> sent a fucking mob to the Capitol and they fucking killed cop uh, a cop. Like 
that alone to me is something I never I don't care the fact that it's the end of April right now I'm never getting over that shit they killed an officer, and then you want to talk about any type of property damage or or a blue lives? No, fuck out of here. Not after January sixth. Not with me. And it's it's also interesting how like you know with the whole uh, Kaepernick kneeling down for the for the army for military or for people being murdered and stuff like that, and people's like, oh, that's disrespectful for to the military and blah blah blah. And then like literally a week ago, we had a a. a a person in armor, RE9 armor, in his uh, army gear, getting stopped by police, telling him he better be scared of this and that. And, like, that's how fucked up this country is. Like, they don't give a damn about about black folks. Like, let's just be fucking honest. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, some of them, some of them do. Because I'll, I'll give my personal experience. I've been pulled over by police officers before, and I've used my military ID to, like, get out of tickets before. Um, I, I have been very fortunate. I've only ran across one police officer that was an asshole and that was basically it he gave me a ticket for like having tinted windows and he tried to say that i can give you a ticket for not having current registration but it was in the month where registration expired so it's like no you can't like what do you want me to fucking thank you for doing a job you can't do anyway because i'm legally within my rights that that's some i can't stand when cops do that shit all right when they sit there and try to be like they're the good guy after doing some fucking grimy ass shit I could charge you with something more, but then why don't you? Are you not doing your job? Job? Are you doing your job? Like, like what the fuck is the point of you doing that? I I can't I can't stand that shit. Um, but yeah, I, I I've gotten pulled over while black before because I was driving a BMW, and I had tinted windows that were in the front that I guess were too tinted, and then they tried to they gave me shit. It was a fucking Fremont, California. They tried to give me shit for it. You know, they gave me a ticket, but it was like I guess and then try to say, well, it could be more because. Your registration isn't paid, but it's in the month that it's supposed to be paid. It's like, and bitch, like, what the fuck is your point? <laughs> yeah. Um, Give me a ticket. Hey, I've been I've been stopped walking while black, and I got stopped shit. by I got stopped in the V formation. I was walking home from the fucking library, and I got stopped by it was two black and whites, two undercovers, two SUVs, and one helicopter. Jesus Christ. And Damn. it was because they said I fit the description of a suspect that had stabbed somebody nearby. And it happened to be close to my house. Like, you know, I was literally walking where I lived. And I, I mean, the cop the cop came in. He was amped up. And I didn't argue with him. I just answered his questions truthfully or whatnot. But he, he they pretty much thought they had their guy. And the thing was, I, I had a jacket. I was in all black. But I had a shirt that was uh, burgundy underneath. And I didn't want to open it up to show him because I was surrounded. Like, I was up against a fence. And I knew if I had opened my jacket up, it would have been over. Because I wanted to show him I'm wearing a an embroidered logoed shirt that represented where I work. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to answer the question. Then we'll see what happens from there. I ended up being let go. And I was able to walk home, but still. Did they, uh, did they do the cavity search? No. No. This is what's he crazy. asked me. He he asked me the questions that would, if I had answered a certain way, it would have put me in the location. And he told me why they stopped me. So, well, it was still interesting to me. The crazy thing that's interesting to me is that I mean, America at least right now, like most places are mostly white, right? So why aren't we seeing these similar stories of white people? I mean, they they commit as much crimes as every other ethnic group, but they're not certain places where white people live that are, you know, 
have a decent amount of money, they're not getting policed as well as much as other places are. But if somebody's committing a crime and they fit the description and it's a white guy, why why isn't every fucking white person getting the same, you know, treatment as we are? Well, we know why. But I mean, yeah. anybody cool. that thinks that this is a weird issue, like think about that. Like why aren't they getting the same treatment as, you know, somebody that looks like us? It's fucking bullshit. You darkies deserve it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, before before we move on, I just want to bring up really quick. Uh, I'm gonna be trying to watch this uh, Kendrick Johnson case, which was super 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 suspicious. It's the case in Georgia where a young teenager was rolled up into a mat and he died while in the mat. And they said he that did was a it while to ago. himself. Yeah. Yes, but the case is being reopened because it was a closed case. They closed the case. Said he did it to himself. This is in high school, like hey, wrestling, you, or is it high school in Georgia? You li- you it's literally, the guy that they rolled in a mat, right? Yeah, yeah you, you can't in that. Say, say his name. You can't roll you yourself up. In a, I'm gonna tell you right now, you cannot roll yourself up in a mat and then die there. A gym mat, no with, less. With, with your arms inside, it's literally fucking impossible. That's, <laughs> so, that's wild. That's wild. Well, hold on. Like, I'll, I'll give you a caveat, unless unless you're on a hill. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you can do yeah, it on a hill. Even, Probably not, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I think even at that point, like, once you get to the bottom of the hill, your your momentum's going to unroll you. Well, it's just, like, in the momentum of, like, grabbing, like, the inside, like, I, this is very unlikely, but it could probably happen. Maybe. Probably not, but it's just... It's fucking nonsense. Wasn't, it, wasn't he stacked onto, like... He was, th- he was stacked on top of more mats, wasn't he? Yeah, it was, a, it was as if someone, like, stored him. But they were saying that he did it himself, and then they put match away and nobody knew that he was in there i'm like somebody rolled his body up in there so the case has been the case has been reopened so they're now they're looking into it so we shall see yes we shall all right um let's let's switch it off a little bit falcons winner winner shooter guy the bucky and sam the bucky and sam show the Sam Gum. <laughs> or Sam and uh, Bucky show. Sorry. The, the Still Your Sister Fisherman show. <laughs> oh! Uh, what'd, y'all, what'd y'all think of this episode? This uh, latest. I can't remember what fucking happened. I mean, it was interesting only because, like, it was it, it was kind of fast and it kind of went slow after a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, it's fine. Like, you can't have action-packed every single ep- I mean, unless you're Warrior. I'm just saying, watch, it, watch that on HBO Max. But um, every now and again, you have to like, kind of like slow things down. But it, it had enough like substance to it to where I was like, st- I was still engaged. Yeah, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I, I I like it. There was there was a couple eye rolling moments, like for me when um, Bucky almost looks into the camera and it's like, "Hey, Sam, you know, I'm right-handed, so I forget sometimes uh, that I got a metal left hand, <laughs> yeah. and you know, don't don't forget, I'm right-handed." Uh, the left hand that's metal is not my dominant hand. And then, like, five minutes later, he's literally playing fucking Frisbee with his left hand, catching and throwing with Sam with the fucking <laughs> shield. And I'm like, motherfucker, why did you look into the camera and tell me you were right-handed this whole fucking time? You catching and throwing with your left. And he's doing it basically as well as Steve used to do it. So I'm like, motherfucker, this... Sometimes I'm like, come on, y'all. I mean, there, was, there, there is such a thing as being ambidextrous. No, that. motherfucker. No, no, he's he looked into him. the camera. Damn. He looked into the camera like I'm doing and said, I am right-handed and I'm not into... I forget I have my left hand, basically. I was like, come on. 
you know. Well, that, he forgets it because if you're right-handed, if you're right-handed, you try to catch and throw with your left hand. It's awkward. You yes. know that. Oh, it is awkward, but it doesn't mean it can't be done. If you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, saying. So you know what's funny is like when when I play. Uh, with Riley, my, my four-year-old, when, I, when we're tossing balls around, like, I usually use my left hand to, like, to throw. Because it's, it's for two things. It's the, first of all, it's to show her that I'm not good at everything. And mm-hmm. to, like, show her, like, it's it, it's not difficult now. Because I had a wrist injury on my right hand a couple years back. Like, I used to use my left hand. But it's uh to show her that, you know, I'm not good at everything. Because it still is a little weird. But it's also to, like, make sure that I can still use my left hand like to throw and like be that it's a useful arm you know what i mean yeah. i think most people like sure. yeah it's we all have dominant hands but you can train your other arm and your other hand to like do the same fucking thing but yeah i mean what, sure. what you're saying is totally right and it's funny how he says like i forget that it's there it, yeah you forget because you left it in like 1949 off the yeah. fucking <laughs> in some fucking gorge you know in germany or some shit but yeah. yeah, so I I, but, I get it, but yeah, the, the, it's not a perfect show. There's like kind of some shit you gotta like gloss through, but I, I still enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. So, but this this episode had a lot of like cool little Easter egg in the in the beginning, like when they when they were fighting against fake Cap, and like the whole fight scene was like kind of a throwback to when Cap and Bucky was going against Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But one of the the biggest thing is when they're when they're trying to strip the shield from fake Cap, like that's it was almost like watching fucking. The fight against Thanos with uh with Iron Man trying to take the the gauntlet off of off of Thanos like it was almost like the same fucking scene and then but eventually they got it off because they didn't have some fucking love struggle little fucking uh how was his name uh Star Lord start trying to get all whippy over Kamora or whatever but uh yeah they were able to get the shit off of him but like the whole fact that like Fake Cap was like down he was about to kill like try to kill both of them like he had the shield up in in the air and he was about to take out fucking uh falcon but like luckily bucky was able to save him and but he's he still was able to, to strip him of his wings and fuck up his suit and stuff like that but like i just thought it was interesting that falcon here he is uh, somebody who doesn't have the the secrets the super soldier serum secret sauce he ain't in that sauce he ain't got that fucking eminem money whatever but uh no but like you know he's He's using what's around. He's using his tech to try to fight against this guy, and he's he's kind of slowly losing. I mean, there's certain scenes where he's he's able to get an upper hand, but like you know, there's one scene where he's trying to strip off Cap Shield, kind of like how Spider-Man did in Civil War, where he he webbed the shield and he was able to pull away from Cap. And Falcon tried to do something very similar to that, but like he wasn't able to actually get it away from him. Like Fake Cap was able to keep his shield in his hand and actually pull uh, Falcon kind of closer down to him or whatever, but. I, I just thought that whole fight scene with them was, was pretty cool. It was. It was. I, I mean, I'll go ahead, Old Ninja. You haven't gotten in here. Yeah, I was, I was going to... Well, what were you were you going to move on to something else? Or, like, within no, no. the show? Within Still the within show. the show. Within yeah, the show. yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, like, shortly after the fight, that's when everything kind of slowed down. But we are introduced to a new character. Now, uh, a lot of people were kind of, like... I have heard of the the moniker of the character but not this character in particular and it's played by you know actress i i enjoy watching because she's i think she's very hilarious but the uh la contessa valentina allegra de la fontaine who is basically she, even know, she didn't even know her own name that shit was funny yeah i mean she did know her name but she says you know my name is you can call me val but don't call me val 
because I might <laughs> shoot you. Uh, in the comics, I didn't know that there that she was Nick Fury's booty call for a while. And there's like a very famous Wait, like, white uh, white Nick Fury or black Nick Fury. Those are two so, different Nick Furies. Yeah. So originally, because she's she shows up in 1968. Black. So mm-hmm. she was white Nick Fury's girlfriend. And then there's like this huge um, issue back in the day with the Comics Code Authority, which uh, I know that um, Comic News used to talk about them quite fre- uh, frequently. But there's like this whole thing about uh, insinuating sex in the comics and they, they weren't having that. So apparently Nick smashed and they were trying to avoid like um, insinuating sex. So it, I think that's kind of interesting. And then... Um, if you watch Agents of Shield, we've had a Madam Hydra, yeah. a very, very, uh, a very um, like extravagant prevalent. way. Yeah. yeah, it was prevalent and extravagant, but it's also in a virtual reality. It was pretty interesting. I mean, she makes it to the reality, but then she's destroyed. But still, what what's funny still though? What's funny about you know you bring it up, um, Nick Fury and whatnot? To me, he was all, especially the white '60s version was always kind of like an American James Bond in Marvel and whatnot. And I'm like, you know, James Bond is infamous for smashing all the Bond girls. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so that's true. It, that's why they're just, called Bond girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, but, you know. I, every time people say White Nick Fury, I think David Hasselhoff. <laughs> so, yeah, me too. Me too. Every time, I'm just like, what well, Because if, if you watch the film, he's surrounded by chicks. Well, what, what's mm-hmm. hilarious about saying, you know, David Hasselhoff, is that nobody watched that movie that he was in when he played Nick oh, Fury? Yeah. Nobody watched yep. it. Yeah. But we all yeah, apparently it's terrible. But but nobody watched it. So it's like how do why is it in our lexicon to think of him <laughs> as Nick Fury when nobody watched the fucking movie that he was in? It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's a weird point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it's just because we all know about it, and maybe we've seen the trailer. I've seen the cover. The cover is him with like. All of his agents are female. There might mm-hmm. be one guy, but it's all mostly like hot chicks, like literally Baywatch style, Baywatch style chick with guns. But why do we yeah. remember it's that? Like, like, I don't know. But we never like. I can't name a single other main character movie that I haven't watched where I can literally be like, "Hey, that's the person that was from that role," but I never watched the movie. <laughs> like, why would I give a fuck? Yeah, it's weird. I, I can think of one. But I, I I don't know the name of the character, so that, I guess that doesn't fucking count. You know I was saying Brokeback uh, Mountain. Well, like, uh, I, like I know that I know the shit that happened. I've never watched a fucking movie. But then again, I don't know the and I don't know the characters' names. I, mean, I know the actors. I, I ran it. Everybody knows that was knows that was a gay cowboy movie. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but but at, at, at this point, I think David Hasselhoff playing uh, Nick Fury is basically like if somebody was to say like this was like the Shazam movie that was supposed to have. Uh, What's uh, that fucking black Sinbad? Sinbad? In it that did, yeah. it, they said the movie never actually existed. I believe him, because nobody <laughs> I fucking know watched the watched the movie. Nobody. Uh, I swear to God, I watched it, but yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I did uh, too. I thought it was the Marine Corps, but uh, I didn't. Apparently, well, <laughs> another, <laughs> doesn't exist. Another cool thing uh, in the Falcon Winter Soldier, I like how they kind of brought it back to the the black guy who had the the serum. And like how Falcon tried to bring the shield to him, and dude was like, "I don't want that fucking shit. This shit out of here. Uh, what the fuck? Don't you Elijah bring my shit in my house?" Something. Yeah, Elijah something. Yeah, but like Isaiah, Isaiah, But it's yeah. interesting because we got a little bit more of his backstory. Like you know, they they there was somebody. Not I think it was B- Peggy Carter. I can't remember who it was, but somebody had faked his death to make him seem like he had died or whatever, so that he can get out of there. And like even him being alive, like because. 
Falcon was like, yeah, you should just, you know, we should become the, the, the true Captain America and blah, blah. I mean, that's it, the, the feeling I got. And the guy was like, no, like, if I come back out, people know I'm still alive. They're just going to fucking put me back in, in fucking prison, basically. But, like, Pretty much. it's just or it's just them. interesting how they, they kind of tied that into there. Like, you know, like, here we have this guy who's same level as fucking Captain America, but, like, treated fucking differently. Just he, he actually, they, actually, they actually say that, you know, in his kind of backstory that basically... He went to jail for doing exactly what Cap did in the first, yeah. uh, you exact know. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, like saving, basically yeah. saving POWs, which is one of those things that, uh, you know, Carlos, you tell me if I'm wrong, but one of those things that I think you get like medals of freedom and shit for, or, or you know, commended for yeah. saving POWs. Well, um, even, but, even fake, know, Cap, fake Cap got medals for, for saving people. Like, uh, I think some of the medals that he received was for yeah, him and... He well, has like, such and such saving people. He has in a, a lot of medals. Well, you know, he crazy, does have a lot of medals. What's crazy to me is like coming back to like racist America is that people are like, oh, well, Marvel's going, or Marvel and Disney are going so woke movement now. But it's like, motherfucker, this shit was, this is like not new. <laughs> Isaiah Bradley is not a new character in Marvel. Nope. Neither is the US agent. Neither is a whole, like the fucking X-Men are, hey, here's a, a newsflash, racist, stupid asses. The X-Men are based upon the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Professor X is supposed to be Martin Luther King Jr. And fucking Magneto is based upon Malcolm X. So, yep. like, shut the fuck up. Also, Steve Rogers punches Nazis and doesn't like fascists. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Exactly. Like, literally, I think the first appearance of him on the cover is him punching Hitler. Yeah. That's his like, first, his like, first like image. But let, let, let's be clear, clear that there have been politics in comics since comics. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's talking actually, about that. Oh, Co- that well, comics, uh, comics got well, comics got big because of like uh, wars in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny because same thing with like manga. Like manga became popular after World War Two. It's mm-hmm. because people, you know, they, they, you want to escape reality when it comes to like wars and shit like that. And so it makes sense to have like some sort of media to do that. But yeah, people just I mean, like... same... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, same thing to pick up back uh, off of you. Godzilla and Akira are based off World War II, pretty much. Their their influence is based off of the, that event. Yeah. But uh, people just, they don't, they don't get it. Like, they, they think that if my life is sanitized and seems normal, then as long as it seems normal to them, then fuck everybody else. I think it's t- it's about time for America, like uh, most Americans, to wake up and see that, first of all, other Americans that live here um, are treated as second-class citizens, and that, more importantly, like beyond that, people in the world are affected by what we do here in America and how America treats other countries. And that, that is very important as well, but, you know... We need to get past the, the conversation of, like, Americans getting treated as second-class citizens first... And then the way that America affects the rest of the world, unfortunately, second, because I don't think we can get to the second point bef- without addressing the first point. Yeah. But I-, I would like to see it happen all at one time, because, like, if you look at, um, can we segue a little bit for a second? Okay, sure. So yep. there's a comic that I just, that I read that came out a couple of weeks ago. I- it's hard for me to tell because I- my comics are a little behind. This is a comic. It's it's called Home. Oh shit! And it I've is, been uh, seeing this all over Twitter. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's really good actually. This so it is an image comic, and I picked it up because uh, just like the the cover of it. If you look at the cover, I was like, oh, so this is probably about like immigrating. To, hold on, let me pull it out of the fucking. There's a lot, a lot of glare. Yeah, it's, it's too glossy. Yeah, yeah, because like, I keep my shit in bags and boards, unlike a savage <laughs> named Prodigy. <laughs> After I read it anyway. After I, I like, I like the nut on the paper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is the actual. This is the comic. This is issue one of yes. Home, and it's by uh, Julio Anta and a bunch of other people. Well, uh, Jesus Christ, Anna Weisenchek. <laughs> uh, you glossed over to people like they wasn't shit. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> Anna's like last name was like. There's a lot of fucking non-vowels in there. I'm just saying. Uh, Brian Valenza, Hassan, Atsumane, Alahu. I'll probably fucking murder you. all of your last names. I'm sorry. But your comic is, right. is, is significant. And I liked it. And I'm glad that I picked it up. I picked it up because I assumed that it was going to be about uh, immigrating to America. And it is. It's about, um, it's about a mom and a son that are immigrating from Guatemala to America. And it, and it starts off with quotes from, I believe it is um, President Trump, about when they had the whole change in policy of, like, we're going to separate kids from uh, parents to, like, dissuade people from immigrating to America. So it's their story of, like, how they immigrated to America, how they left Guatemala to come to America to find better life because... Their, their lives were in danger. Like, their dad got killed by um, local gangs, and they were seeking asylum into America. And it breaks down, like, the actual process of, like, what happened to them. And it's, like, not an uh, uncommon story of, like, how they got put in, like, cages immediately. And then the, uh, the son got separated from the mom and shit like that. But in the end, uh, the son has powers. So it's very interesting. But... Um, I really appreciated the, the, the route they took. They took actual quotes from our then president, um, you know, Donald Trump and really breaking down like how fucked up that, that policy was because when they left Guatemala seeking asylum, it took them a month to get to America and they had no idea that there was like a policy change that if you came to America, they're going to separate you from your kids and then that's a wrap. And so... Yeah, it's like it, it was a big deal. So if, if you can pick up the comic, uh, check out Home. Um, the the first issue came out, uh, I think this month or last month, and the next Ooh. one comes out in uh in May of twenty twenty one. So I'll put on this. Uh, they're on my subscription list now. I'm glad that I got it, but it's just like it's a really fucked up story to hear, and I can't stand how people don't understand in America that like immigrating here to America, like they they went through like the correct route which is where like most people that get separated from kids apparently like they're going they're trying to come here the right way like seeking asylum but then they're still getting separated and punished for doing it the right way and it's like that that's pretty fucked up so when people talk about illegal immigration like you need to do like the research on illegal immigration and also i really don't give a fuck about illegal immigrant illegal immigration I, I i think that we need to speed up the process to actually have immigrants here in america like i don't understand why it takes years and years and years to happen and you know second of all like when it comes to like especially central american and south american immigrants into the united states people aren't talking about the actual 
responsibility that American Americans have to those countries. Our voraciousness for these certain drugs here in America because of the drug war, because those drugs are illegal, are the exact reason why they have to leave their, their country of origin to come here and seek asylum. Because we're literally, we have a, a voracious appetite for these drugs like cocaine and, you know, uh, heroin and all those other fucking things that come from these other countries that are causing these, you know, drug fucking gangs to grow these things and that will kill people to protect their interests. And they're just like, nope, well, they're illegal, so fuck them. But it's like, we're the reason why they're coming here. Like, we're part of that problem, and like, people don't want to don't want to take responsibility for it. You know, it's fucking wrong. It's it's really funny because like when it comes to citizenship, like you know, everybody think America is like like very harsh with their citizenship, but actually, America isn't that fucking harsh. Like other countries are fucking hard. Like Canada, for one, it's very hard to get citizenship there. But like, uh, there was one point I was trying to see about getting citizenship for Japan, and like literally, like. It takes years to become a citizen in Japan, but like if if you marry if you marry somebody to become a Japanese citizen, and that shit doesn't work out, you literally got like fucking like six months to get the fuck out of the country. Like there's no, there's no <laughs> like the, the shit I came across. I was like, damn, this shit's like not easy at all. Like you know, America, like you live here for a couple of years, you take a test, and bam, you're you're a fucking citizen. But like, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's harder than fucking that. But like other countries, like um. Canada and I think Australia might be another hard one to try to get citizenship for, for ship for, but like this shit's crazy. Like it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Can I just say this really quickly? Uh, fuck anybody who uses the term anchor baby bullshit. If you are born in this country, let me just be really clear: you are an American. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I've seen that term pop up. It's it's some racist bullshit. Uh, they only like to use it against brown folks. Uh, for the most part, or folks from Asia, but born here, you're an American. Period. Point blank. And 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 that's written into the goddamn uh, laws of the land, and it and it has been for hundreds of years now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to change. In it, some but, yeah. cases, if you're born in an embassy, you're an American. What? So if you're born, yeah, they have some weird thing. Because apparently, if you're born like an American embassy in like another country, you're technically on American soil, so you're an American. So that's kind of bullshit because the vast majority of embassies do not have medical services there. Mm-hmm. So you should not be having a baby in an embassy. <laughs> Somebody fucking just run up in there. Oh, oh yeah. Work it out. Kids yeah, American now. I'll, I'll yeah, just, let me get past this gate and splat. I'm just telling out. you, as somebody that's like lived in an embassy when I was in uh, Africa, like there's there's no medical services there. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not hospitals. I, no. I, I hear you on oh, that. Yeah. yeah, they're not hospitals. I get it. Um, let, let's. Uh, I, think, oh, I know there's a uh, the the whole question like uh for a baby born in in an airplane that's in flight since there yeah. there's no kind of jurisdiction and blah blah. blah How for that. rare like, is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's like they, 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 fucking rare. Okay, hold on, hold on. I, any good doctor in your third trimester is going to say, "The fuck are you doing?" It, 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 at yeah, all possible, right. yeah. you shouldn't be going on a whole lot of fucking flights and shit. Third trimester and whatnot. Some maybe even part of the second trimester, but you know we're go, we're going way down the rabbit hole here. I, I think that's very fucking rare. 
It's like yeah. if you're sprinting and you have a baby and you happen across the border. <laughs> who's the? I'm just kidding. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Shang Chi. We got we got a trailer. Legend of the Ten Rings. What do you guys think of this? Everybody saw it. I haven't it, seen the trailer yet. It looked okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I mean it. It it didn't look bad. I mean, I'm definitely interested in the character. He looked uh, he looked way better at using his like powers and like martial arts than uh, Iron Fist did. I'm just saying. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, the Iron Fist set the bar pretty low. I I thought that I I'm kind of with you guys. I thought this was was okay. I, I I've confessed many times on this show that uh, I don't know that much about Shang Chi, even though he's been around, but. I also put the blame on Marvel for that in, in a lot of ways. Like prior to this, Shang Chi was not heavily promoted in in you know eighties, nineties, early two thousands or whatever. I'm well, fine with them promoting him now. What? Well, what? It's, you can't promote every single comic book at the same level. Oh as yeah. Like a, you know. Yeah. You of course. Have... Yeah. No. I, I I get that. I'm just saying, like for factually, he you know. He wasn't. He wasn't fucking Spider Man. Like, yeah. let's let's be real. Yeah, I, I, I um, get that. But I mean, also, neither was Guardians of the Galaxy. So I understand why um, Marvel is is trying to push certain um, other comic books because if you had a hit like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is like literally, they were a fucking nobody group, you know, throughout the vast majority of the comic book history. And I think doing a Shang Chi movie is like it's it's the it's the it's the right time, but also the wrong time to do it because of the anti Asian sentiment in America, unfortunately. Um, well, this, but this has been in the can. But this, just to be real clear, though, I think this was in the can for a while. No, no, it wasn't. No, not a while. This no, this is not in the can. Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, rewind the tape. You're telling me this wasn't supposed to be done in 2020 no. it wasn't filmed in 20 like no. prior to 2020 no this was not like a black widow oh, yeah okay. there was no there was no release date for 2020 when, shang chi okay. i think was supposed to be released right about now i think i think they were supposed to finish filming and then release uh in spring well, of 2020 that would that would mean they did the filming in 2020 like i was just mentioning well so you they can, have you out can... there filming in whole okay so prodigy were in a fantasy world where you film something in one year and you release it the same year is that what you're saying so sometimes they do yeah it's, do that. It's but, very but hold on what, I, what i'm trying to say is hold, hold on hold on did they re, did they delay this movie like they did all the others is what i'm saying no i, I don't think they did because it's just okay Let, let's rewind a little bit when, when uh, me and Old Ninja went to Comic Con in 2019, right? So when we went 2019, Old Ninja. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Am I... Yes, that's, that's right. That's when they announced Shang Chi along with the Eternals. They didn't even start filming yet, and the Eternals, there you have no footage from the Eternals, and you have you know it also announced Blade. No footage from Blade hasn't even fucking started yet. Hasn't even started. Yeah, filming. I don't think that's been filmed. So this is why I'm saying they're 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 in a bucket to where they're they're not holding on to, you know, the the movie. Not like Black Widow. Black Widow was already because Black Widow when we went to, you know, Comic Con in 2019, they already had like uh, an extended trailer, um, for us. But Shang Chi, mm, they, they literally just announced the actor in 2019. Mm -hmm. With Black Widow, they showed exclusive footage because they were in the middle of filming. Okay. So, this was something else here. Oh, Michelle Yeoh's in this. I did not know that. I love Michelle Yeoh. 
So uh, I'm excited about this. The obviously the fighting looks better than Iron Fist, even though Shang Chi and Iron Fist are supposed to respect each other in the comics. I guess they, they have, I guess love. I'm not a, I don't know a whole lot of shit about this character, uh, but I do think this might be another Guardians of the Galaxy scenario where they pick a character and he becomes like super popular and becomes a key part of the next phase. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping they deliver and. Uh, I'm looking to see really cool fucking fight scenes, and it looks like we might get that. So, there you go. Are you talking about Mortal Kombat or Ten Rings still? Hold on, I feel no, bad. The, this is Shang Chi. I feel bad though because I actually ran it over with my. You can't you can't really see it on the video, but I ran the comic book over because um, it fell off my desk. With your car? <laughs> oh. No, <laughs> with with my uh, my chair. So I, I didn't get a chance to read it yet because I fucked up the comic. But yeah, it's Shang-Chi number one. Um, but it's the most Actually, recent number one. Like, not like the Asian traditional hate. number one. And it's definitely not worth money now because I fucking ran over the chair. So I feel like a dick. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's all ahead. bad. Um, Maybe worth more money since you ran it over. You gotta become you gotta become rich and famous and then... Oh uh, yeah, I mean, if you can try to repair it or whatnot. But uh, Blue, you haven't seen this trailer? No, I didn't. I, when did it drop? It dropped recently, right? Like yesterday or something? Uh, yeah, yesterday or today? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, I was I was so mesmerized with the whole Mortal Kombat trailer or the the little <laughs> um, teaser they did, the little first seven minutes preview they did on uh, HBO Max. I had a chance mm -hmm. to watch the the Shangri La. Is it Shangri La? <laughs> Shang Chi. Uh, Shangri La is a is a place. Is that is that Iron Fist, right? Isn't it from Iron Fist? No, well, so uh, Iron Fist was uh, Kung Lung. Oh, that's what. Kung Lung was his mystical spot where he learned God. the Iron Fist and Davros and all that stuff. So that was, I mean, season two of Iron Fist I enjoyed, but still, it was still kind of, I don't know, still kind of lackluster compared to the other Netflix stuff. Yeah, the fact that Paul kept saying that he's Iron Fist and blah blah, blah it's like. It's like it's like it's it's like if Batman went around telling everybody as Bruce Wayne that he was Batman. Like, yeah, you shouldn't fucking do that, man. What the fuck? Well, I just think that his skills as a martial artist were waning compared to like the fights in Daredevil. The fights in Daredevil were way better. So even the fight, like even fight scenes in Karate Kid were way fucking better. <laughs> oh my god! TV show and then Cobra then Kai. Now, yeah, Cobra yeah. Kai for us. And then especially now after watching Warrior, like holy shit, like. Warrior has some amazing fight scenes. Amazing. Yeah. So Iron Fist is not on that level. And I'm hoping Shang-Chi is. So we shall see. Should be interesting. Wasn't there... Was it, I'm not sure if it was Spider-Man 3 or something. There's something I read that like the Netflix... Special, the Netflix characters like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, they're going to be making their way over to, to Disney Plus. Or is that some... That's, it it I seems like... I think that's still rumor mill. Like, I don't, I don't see that confirmed with those actors. And and then the other thing that's weird is I thought some of those actors, like Luke Cage and and Misty Knight and some others, are like on some ongoing shows right now. Yeah, they're yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mike Coulter, who was Luke Cage, he's on some weird. It looks like a supernatural show on ABC or something. And then, uh, I think Kristen Ritter and Aaron Paul are on some audio book that's like kind of popular i don't know what else she's doing now and i don't know what the guy who played finn what he's doing i don't know where thought, he's at 
I thought I heard they're gonna be in uh this it's this rumor most likely, but I heard they're gonna are I heard rumors that they were gonna be in um what is it uh Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Like that's I where mean, we're gonna see them in. I mean that'd be that'd be a we cool way to no time idea. in, but like yeah, most likely it probably would be. I but mean I, we I, have no idea. Anything can happen within a multiverse. I mean, the, Jessica Jones was probably one of my favorite shows of the of the Quaro or whatever the four the four shows that they had on Netflix for a little bit. The Daredevil, yeah, Daredevil, yeah. yeah. They call them the street street level heroes. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, the street level heroes. Like, yeah, I definitely like that, that them on Netflix and you know. And I, I feel like um, the even though they don't stay on the street, but Agents of Shields were kind of like the street level heroes, even though they go to space and they <laughs> go through time. So that was pretty interesting. But um, uh, we got to talk about something, or at least I got to talk about something. That's What's that? it, it, it's it was big news. If you're a huge fan of the this this franchise, the Macross Robotech battle, which has been <laughs> decades long, has finally been resolved. Nobody thought that this was ever going to happen in most of their adult life. Like I knew people were literally talking about this for like the last week and a half there's people like posting this everywhere there's people saying like there's people saying that they're crying because like they never thought this shit was gonna happen if you don't know uh back in the day uh macross and robotech were similar but not the same thing basically um a company called big west owned uh robotech and harmony gold bought them but unbeknownst to harmony gold there was another company a Japanese company, they own part of Robotech. So there's this huge battle that's been going on for like decades long and about the rights, about the toys. I know Namco, Namco Bandai was making the toys. There's issues. There's been some games. There's been a lot of legal stuff like who gets money, but they've all resolved. There's a big um, uh, press gun junket or whatnot that was announced that they're going forward. They're going to jointly uh release stuff globally instead of regional stuff and like a lot of people are super super happy we're going to see more macros more robotech hopefully more stuff continuing the stories um because originally um macros is only part of the robotech saga from the original from robotech uh, originally they have nothing to do with each other and harmony gold had this guy that wrote a story that combined all of them which is super genius because and uh there's been a lot of fighting and now we're gonna see a bunch of stuff start coming to the west and to the rest of the world i'm super excited i love Mr. Well, robotech this sounds really fucking cool man i, I want robotech to kind of have a, a resurgence you know because yeah they, they were big shit for a lot when i was growing up too but Hell it's yeah. like Watch i this. haven't heard of them in in it's been a minute you I know mean, in been, terms of new been, shit they've been in the courthouse you know, it's, I mean, it's, most of the, most of the new shit was put in Japan, and they had to like kind of sneak, dub some stuff and sneak it over to the U.S. And there has been very, very little brand new content for decades. And now going forward, we can, uh, we're most likely going to see a lot of stuff. You, I can already hear Harmony Gold inking deals with uh, game companies, making more games and book deals, comics, all that's going to be coming. It's going to be, it's going to be like a floodgates. It's so fun. It's so funny with Robotech. Like I remember watching it as a kid and just being fucking confused of what the hell was going on. And I, I I went back and watched it as an adult, and I was like, okay, I understand why I was confused as a kid. Because as an adult, I was confused as fuck. Just the 
the, there's like a weird time jump that just always throws me to fuck off. Like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like you know, uh, God, what's the name of that chick? Is it Mia or something like that? Or Yeah, Fuck that bitch. Like every like watching that as an adult, like having her come over the screen, I'm like. This fucking bitch, she's gonna hook up with her goddamn cousin or family, some weird incest type shit, and fuck, like, fuck Rick Hunter. And this, I was like, <laughs> and then they end up having kids, and then, like, the giant monster guys trick themselves, and, like, they, they infiltrate the stings, and Mime is, like, the reason why they, they, they find love and this and that. I was like, okay, I'm fucking confused. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But then, fast forward, and all of a sudden, motorcycles can become robots. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah, it, it fucked me up too. Go ahead, Crunch. I mean, honestly, for me, I think that Robotech should be as just as ubiquitous as Gundam at this point in time. But obviously, yeah. there's been like a huge um, gap that Old Ninja just broke down for you. I'm pretty sure I'd use the restroom for y'all that are watching video. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there's been a but for me, like I Gundam. Not I'm sorry, not Gundam. Robotech. I remember watching that on PBS um, almost every. I think it was Friday or Saturday night. And watching mm-hmm. it being amazed because I remember it was Robotech came on and then so did um what was the one with the fucking crazy ass laser swords the British show right no, well Red Dwarf was after that but there was Red another Dwarf one that came blood, before yeah. that it was um fuck I can't remember but they 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 had basically fucking lightsabers and it was some weird Japanese show people are probably yelling because they know what I'm talking about if you watch PBS back in the nineties um, <laughs> they're all screaming what the at fuck, their uh, not any Yasha. What the fuck was it called? This is gonna annoy me. Oh, uh, was it uh, Ronnie Kitchen? No, it wasn't no, no, Ronnie Kitchen. Yeah, they had like, ah, oh, give me somebody talking, then I'll fucking bring it up. <laughs> so, uh, going back to Robotech, for me, Robotech what is what got me into anime. I was like, where can I see more animation like this? Uh, Robotech was the the only anime series that introduced me to. An inter that dared to do an interracial relationship. There was no interrelation interracial relationships on any uh, animated shows on anything on TV until maybe the nineties. If that, actually, I don't even think there was even in that. It, you can't count uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy. They weren't. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, you had the relationship between uh, uh, I think Claudia and Roy Falker, the ace pilot. Oh, that's right. Like, they had like no i had never seen that like no american uh cartoon or animation was doing anything remotely close to that and i was like is this i was like is this legal to show this on us tv but yeah it was great and i was like oh well where are more daring stories that were like this and i got introduced to a bunch of stuff uh uh myself and um cake man we had watched crying freeman back in the day that was another big franchise back in the 90s so stuff like that got me into it you no, still looking? I'm still coach. looking. I can't remember the fucking god name of the damn. show. But goddamn, hold on. Maybe I maybe, fucking found maybe, it. Maybe it's like the that uh, White Nick Fury show. Yeah, uh, maybe it was. <laughs> maybe it wasn't real because I didn't watch it. I, I watched some uh, of it. Um, oh, maybe it's I, not the I, one. It's not Battle of the Planets, is it? No, 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 no. Once what I said the all, name, you're gonna be all like, like G Force. Tenchi Muyo, Jesus fucking Christ! There you go. Oh, Tenchi Muyo, yeah. yeah. That's wait, he'd, have, he'd have like like he'd have a lightsaber. Oh no, wait, they were fucking lightsabers. I'm, I'm thinking of, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a lightsaber. I'm thinking of uh, the Hu Hu Hockey Show or whatever. The guy who had like he can like shoot people with fucking like yeah. an energy beam, and there's like the, the, spirit the sword. other guy with like the yeah spirit gun. That's what it was. Yeah, spirit sword. I'm thinking of that. Spirit sword. Yeah. 
But yeah, hmm. oh uh, I can't remember. I, yeah, Tenshi Muyo. Yeah, that's a that, fucking old uh, ass anime. <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was another confusing one because they have like different iterations of that. There was like Tenshi Muyo and Tenshi Muyo in Love and this and that. Like there's so many like spinoff of that show, but it was like basically the same fucking show. Uh, I couldn't so. stand Tenshi Muyo. I oh, watched enough to I'm like, uh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't was, watch that one. There was, was too much. Was the anime it felt with, like uh, a soap opera. What's the anime with the the alien girl that had like the the cheetah print like underwear and stuff, and she had like horns, oh, and I... she like fell in love with the Earthling dude. Yeah, I know you're talking like, about she always, she, She's almost like uh like like double zero or is it double zero from uh that one anime where she caught she caught calling him darling or honey or something like that. Darling in the Franks. Oh, uh, uh, darling in the Franks. Yeah. No, no, anime. but the, this is this is an <laughs> anime that was like way before that, like. The yeah. girl had like long red hair. She like she had like r- like horns, like yellow horns. I gotta look it up real quick. I it's bugging me. <laughs> uh, I think I know what you're talking about too. It's not uh, Rama. Ra- uh, Ra- no, no, not Rama and a half. That's... Yeah. Okay. I was the one uh, I was well, thinking. Well, let them look it up uh, while you're doing that. Um, we had some real big news in the world of Overwatch. Uh, y'all hear Jeff Kaplan is bounce like he was the guy uh he was actually vice president of blizzard yeah um, wasn't, and he was working on years he was working on overwatch too wasn't he he was like yes he was uh, yeah well, he was like the director well this is what this is what's weird to me is like so yeah he's leaving i don't i don't know why but i think that people have like an unrealistic expectation of somebody working for a corporation forever like why would you work for any company forever like I and I understand. Like I, like the company that I work, I work for right now, which is like a very large corporation. I've worked for them now for over ten years. This is the longest I've ever been employed by a single company in my entire fucking life. I can't imagine working. Well, obviously I can at this point in time. Jesus Christ, I'm lame. But working for the same corporation for that long, especially given the amount of changes that they've gone through over tw- over after almost twenty years. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to move on. So I think people are putting way too much stock in the fact that he's leaving. I get it that it's a big deal. But at the same time, it's like, what if he just wants to do something else? You know, I, yeah, he, it doesn't mean that Blizzard's a shitty company, even though they've made some missteps recently. But they're still a good company to me. They still make good games. So, yeah, it's fine. Well, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think the surprising thing, some people were kind of over overly anticipating uh overwatch 2 dropping anytime soon I, I don't think that game is coming out even even by the end of next year i think we got a ways to go on that for Overwatch watch um yeah yeah mm. they've already confirmed it's not not coming for 21 oh, yeah. uh and I, I could even see it being pushed out from there they're, i think they're going to truly perfect it but yeah he was always the face of it all on all those updates on all those uh uh animated shorts and all the all of that i wish him the best of luck but it, this was a, a surprise because everybody thought that he was going to be uh, taking Overwatch to to the finish line, and but Overwatch was the finish line. I mean, the original Overwatch. What do you mean? What do you mean? The original Overwatch is still a wildly successful game. The fact that he's not going to go through like the second one is it, it's fine. I mean, like spending 19 years at a company is a long fucking time. Like, yeah. I don't, I, so that's why I'm saying it's like I think it's unrealistic. Unrealistic for people to think that somebody will work for one corporation for like the longest period of time. Like, watch, look at what happened with, um, oh, Jesus Christ, the, the fuck is his name? 
the guy that did uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, oh, Hideo Kojima? Yeah, Hideo yeah. Kojima, who's basically the fucking face of Konami for the longest time. He was the Konami guy. All right, the fact that he could leave that company and then still make a su- successful game after that. Well, uh, we, we, talk we some shit about a game you never played. No, oh, no, hold on. What are you talking about, dude? Uh, <laughs> Hide- Hide- Hideo and Ko- uh, Konami, like it was pretty much a pushing out of. Well, yeah, like but, you know, but like he, it wasn't just a, oh he he up and left one day. Like but, that's not how it went down with Hideo. But he still left. That's what I'm saying, though. Like he he had been with Konami for since like the fucking 80s. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, again, I, just to be very clear, that that was a toxic relationship that was very public. The, of of him having problems with them and them having problems with him. I mean, the same thing can come out with this guy, but we don't know yet. But at the same time, yeah. it's like the fact that he's just leaving. It doesn't mean that this person is not going to make a games afterwards, and that the company that he left can't make a games anymore. Um, they can still make a games all the way around. So I, I I just don't get how people would just assume that somebody that works for a corporation is going to stay with them for fucking ever. Yeah, I, I will say this. Um, there, up until just yesterday, there was certainly an expectation that he would be there through Overwatch Two. Why? So, because Overwatch is is has been uh, viewed as his personal baby that he's overseen throughout all of its development and launch and all those updates and all of that. And even for Overwatch Two trailers at BlizzCon literally this year, who was the face of it talking about all that stuff? He was there. So that, 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 that was a, a clear... It wasn't just an assumption on the part of the fans. That was something that he was seen as the face of. So well, I think that him and the game will probably be okay. Probably. Unless there's like... Unless he... Unless I hear stories of like he had a problem with the way the game's being made. You know what I mean? Then, yeah, maybe there's some issues. But I'm not hearing anything about that. I, I haven't heard anything negative about him leaving. So... It should be Yeah, we don't we don't know anything. We yeah. don't know anything, just that there is a, a shock of him gone being gone. We'll see. You know. Alright. Can, uh, can I jump back ahead. to the uh, the anime I was talking about? So the anime I was talking about is uh, this one. It's uh Yuri Oh yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> What's it called? It's called uh Yurusi Uru, Uru, fucking Yurusai uh Yatsura. I that's how you pronounce it. But yeah, it was this, this I think it seems a demon girl and she falls in love with like some some like human and like it's she's basically like double zero from fucking um that other anime. <laughs> the name I can't remember. <laughs> darling, darling in the Franks. In the Franks. <laughs> yeah, Darling in the Franks, fuck. Where she's like, Oh my darling, and she's like super incest with this fucking this guy or whatever. But uh yeah, this is another I think this this was another show that was on uh like KQED or on PBS or whatever. Yeah. That was kinda cool. Nice. Good shit. I feel like I should tell watch us, PBS about... more okay. now. I, f- I said I feel like I should watch. I should still watch PBS. Um, given that it's given mm. me so many uh, shows that I used to watch. Like I used to love watching uh, Red Dwarf. That's what mm-hmm. introduced me to like um, English comedy <laughs> and, and, and English sci-fi and the fact that they have really shitty um, special effects. But I still love the show. <laughs> if y'all have not watched Red Dwarf and you're a nerd, watch Red Dwarf. Even the old ones, they're fucking amazing. They played That's a lot cool. of Doctor Who on there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, on uh, PBS, on their YouTube channel, they have a a show called uh, Bear Diner or something like that, where they go to different restaurants 
in a barrier and they like they try out their food and stuff like that but like they're over here at um at plates recently like not like uh, recently this is like maybe a year it, and a half ago say, cause they're closed it's now. called it's called check please bay area that's what it is check please bay area <laughs> they're right that's Prodigy what it's knows. <laughs> i was like yeah, i was like i know it's died something but um but yeah like they were over here at um over here at plates in hayward and it's so funny because like <laughs> i thought this place had like some fancy ass fucking name i was like oh it's, let's go to that 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 platzi or something yacht. like that, and like, Alex's <laughs> <laughs> shoulder, like, oh yeah, there's a place in here called Plates. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I really thought they had some fancy ass name, but their name is fucking Plate. Well, it used to be called Bijou, so well, yep. yeah, it was called Bijou. Bijou's was Back shit. In the day. Bijou was a shit. I mean, but Plates, Plates, their food is still well. It was I haven't good. had them in a while, but their their food was pretty well, good. Well, they're, they're close forever now, but. They had a really oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, 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 luck, we're, we're lucky. But we're lucky. Buffalo Bills came through, all right, because yep. they almost didn't. And well, yeah, dude, Buffalo Bills haven't been open in a while, though. They're reopening. They open up for a little bit. They open up for a little bit and they close back down. And then I don't. Hopefully, they open back up. They, they are. They already announced it. But what's crazy to me is that Brats and Brews was actually like one of the first ones to like reopen. So, like, I would drive down, you know, uh, B Street, and Brats and Brews would be fucking popping. They had fucking huge crowds. And then, mm-hmm. like, a couple days later, um, the Bistro, thank goodness, survived um, mm-hmm. the whole pandemic thing. Because, like, yeah, if you're here in the Bay Area, only people don't understand if you're from, like, outside of the, the Bay Area. The real estate here is fucking really expensive. So if you had a yep. restaurant and you had to pay like you know people to like work there and you had to pay like where like your actual spot, a lot of these companies like a lot of these restaurants like they they didn't really survive. Especially if you, if you couldn't pivot like in a certain aspect. Like I think Chaplin's did a really good job and a bunch of other restaurants did a really good job. But some of them, if they couldn't pivot correctly, like right when the pandemic first started, and you couldn't do the whole you know. We're gonna to deliver to you deal like through like Uber Eats and DoorDash and various other companies. Like you were fucked. And Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills, like they weren't doing that for a while. It's like I guess they're gone. But they're like one of the oldest breweries in California. And they're like they have like one I feel what beer they have, but there's like a certain beer that they made. It's like one of the first God. ones to like really be around. And I was worried yeah. about them. And so luckily they're gonna be back around. But that's fucking crazy local shit but hey we're a bay area it podcast is. so there you go but you, you know still it's crazy it's like literally uh last year before the pandemic hit my whole plan because like hayward hayward's got some pretty good like joints to go grab some drinks and stuff like that and i live i live off of b street like it's it's like a good maybe i don't know maybe 10 minute no not 10 minute maybe no it's about a 10 minute walk from from my house to downtown hayward yeah. and my whole thing was to was to go fucking bar hopping so from mm-hmm. my from where I live at where I live at there's a uh, a bar near us called uh, Curly's, which is it's like it's a dive bar. It's fucking grimy. Like they have fucking electric dartboard. They have like some some cheap ass fucking uh, jukebox. Not a jukebox. But they actually they they upgraded. They have like an MP3 fucking like you put in a song and it search the internet for the song and plays it or whatever. But like you know my whole thing was to go down like go to Curly's have a few drinks, walk down to downtown, go to fucking um the buffalo bills go to bistro there's a place around the corner called like i think it's called like the brass monkey or the junkie monkey or something like that hit up that bar fucking dirty bird is now in downtown hayward which is fucking cool like to go there there's another like another little whistle bar 
that's in that same area. Like my whole goal is just go fucking bar hopping and then Uber everybody Uber home from there or whatever. You know, get everybody get fucking liquored up. But like the whole COVID thing, do that whole plan out the fucking window. Sure did. Sure fucking did. <laughs> sure did. Um, uh, real quick, uh, because I know we're wrapping it up, but uh, out outriders. That's been outstanding for a little while. Uh, Kronos, I think you played it. Maybe you, Old Ninja. What What are your impressions? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, old Ninja, have you played it yet, Outriders? No, I have not played it. I'm stuck on this weird, like, commerce thing, whatever. Commerce basically, thing. I have a choice. So basically, I can either buy the game at $60, which is the regular retail price, or I can spend a dollar for the game and get it on game pass but i would lose part of my year-long subscription so, what the fuck? fuck yeah yeah because i i paid in advance for my next subscription and if i change if i i don't have game pass if i switch over to game pass i'm gonna lose like a little bit of it where they're gonna ask me to like probably re-up before 12 months so i'm in this weird little spot there Okay, so I'll, I'll give my honest sort of early review. Um, I obviously I, I bought the game. I had high hopes for the game, but it has an air of anthemism for, to it. So it's not as bad as Anthem was when it came out. But I have a problem with any game that comes out right now that is online only. And when I say online, like if I want to play alone, this this is what I expect. Okay, I have a PS Five. And even my PS4 is the same deal. When I'm playing playing a game and I decide that I'm done, I want to put it. I want to suspend the game and I want to come back to exactly where the fuck I was. But what these stupid ass online only games do is that if I'm playing like that and I decide to suspend the game, it logs me out and I can't get back to where the, where the fuck I was. So that's like a huge problem for me for any fucking game, not just Outriders. Okay, second of all. The graphics are mainly last gen, which is fine because this is a sort of a in-between gen game. So it's like a slight hit on that. Um, if you don't play with other people, the game can be brutally hard and you don't know when it's going to get brutally hard. So the game has a cover system like um, Gears of War because it's made by the same people. But... You're incentivized to not go into cover because what if you're dealing damage f for like almost all of the classes, you can recover some health depending on what you do, and so that's a problem with like the base mechanics of the game. It's like listen, if if if, I, if you're gonna make it so if I deal damage I get health back, why is there a, a cover system? Like, why don't you just emphasize like mobility? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It seems really stupid. Um, cause like I'm in a spot right now where I'm just kind of like, I'm semi rage quitting because I can't pass. It's difficult for me to pass it by myself and it's not very far into the game, but it's like, there's so much shit going on and you're emphasizing me to get into cover, but also emphasizing the fact that I need, I need to deal damage. So it's sort of like this weird, like dichotomy, not even a dichotomy. It's just like, it's opposite ends. It's just like, what do you want me to fucking do? Either stay in fucking cover and chew people are fucking just run out and deal damage. But if I run out and deal damage, I don't use my powers because they're on certain cooldown timers, then I get fucked up. And you can get fucked up, like, really quickly in this game without other players. Like, I don't... I think it's, like, it's a kind of a confused game. 
and, and it's sad because I, I had high hopes for for this game. Um, they, they need to fix things in the game before I can really recommend it. So for now, the game is it's okay, but I can't recommend it to other people. Like, just to be honest with you, I can't. I mean, it, it even has like diff. It it has decent. Uh, voice acting it has the story is okay so far but there's like a lot of like elements that they need to improve upon before I can like recommend the game to anybody that's fair I'm hearing some super mixed reviews so you, you seem like you're on par with a lot of uh, what the general public is saying this was this was game they dropped a trailer for or not trailer a uh, demo for recently right yeah, the, yeah. Cra the crazy thing is like the demo that you, if, if you play the demo like the demo carries over and carries over into like the actual game so if you're playing the demo and you leveled up in the demo, it carries over into the game. But it's like another thing. It's like where they have like these kind of like unfinished things where I've leveled up more than a few times, but I can't... <sighs> My skill tree, I can't like level up yet. And I'm just like, why can't I level it up yet? It doesn't really make any fucking sense to me. Why well, can't I level up my skill tree? Um, yeah, I know where you're at. I've heard... I haven't played the game... But I know people that so ran you, into your so situation. You where I'm at. <laughs> well, well, I know that you're in this area in the game, like early on. I've heard people say the same thing, and that apparently you have to reach a certain point in the game in order to use it. Yeah, it's, so. fuck that. Like, stop it. Not, not, not you, Ninja. I'm sorry, but like people in general are talking about, like you have to reach a certain point in the game. You know, it's just like in any fucking game, if you're if it's an RPG, you level up. Like, yeah. why why can't I level up, like, my actual skills in the game? Like, yeah, I, I unlock, like, different abilities, but I can't upgrade those abilities or anything else at this point in the game. It's just, like, why? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I, I wonder if this might be... We, we all know that the, the PS5, like, it was literally announced, like earlier in the year and then they were like oh it's gonna ship out at the end of the year like i wonder if developers and testers and game creators and stuff like that they didn't have a lot of time to really develop their fucking games like a lot of them just wanted to try to get out on the consoles so they can have the game available for people for those consoles i mean i guess spider-man mountain rally spider-man is probably like the one caveat but that's from sony no sorry you're not correct like the vast majority of developers, they have access to the next gen consoles years before they come out. Years yep. before they come out, and so that's when like so when I'm playing a game on the PS5 now, that's another thing. With this, I have there's load screens. I'm like, why am I going through fucking load screens? I at this one time, if I'm on a PS5 and I'm playing a PS5 game, I should not see actual load screens. We're past this point. It's 2021. I'm playing a next gen console. No load screens. Like I, I get how you need a load screen to like actually load the like the actual game, but I'm going through like different levels. I shouldn't be going through fucking load screens. Yeah, it's a, it, it doesn't sound like it's a polished product. No. So. Yeah. It's sad because no. this isn't like, I don't know kind of just a few games we had for the PS five has kind of fell into this whole fucking umbrella of like the game not being complete. Not complete, but like, you know, it's just not living up to the standards of the PS5, basically, of what people expect the PS5 to have. But I guess for this game, too, like, the whole fucking duck and cover, which is kind of standard with a lot of games nowadays, that, like, they don't have that implemented in the game. But uh, I don't know. I, I've, I've only played the demo for a little bit, 
I, I, I don't know, probably like maybe 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of gameplay of the, the demo, but I don't remember that being an issue in the game, in a demo. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, Returnal comes out. Um, <laughs> this is hilarious. Somebody just reminded me, I said hola, and uh, somebody from, hi from Brazil, and I said hola, and they said, in Brazil, <laughs> we speak Portuguese, not Spanish. I know that, but I also know that because you're in Brazil, they know what hola means. <laughs> so, anyway. If, if I, should I have taken the H off? Maybe. But also, I'm American. So, I could have just said hi. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Returnal. Um, that's a, a PS5 exclusive game. Um, that's gonna come. That's gonna drop. I think next week. It's dropping on the thirtieth. Something soon. So something soon. It's very soon. So that one I've been looking forward to as well. It looks very Metroid mixed with like Soulsborne. So it could be very frustrating or very entertaining. So yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Let's let's wrap this one up. Unless we had any B and Bs. Oh shit! I had one, but I fucking forgot it. What it was. God damn it. Okay. It was good. It's gonna be a good one too. Uh I should've should I should have put it down on the list. If it comes back to you, let us know. Uh we'll oh, wait. Let's go. Oh. I got one. Uh <laughs> shit, never mind, I forgot. I was gonna I, was gonna, I made one <laughs> I, I made up one last minute. I was thinking like who you who you got? King Kong or Donkey Kong? That's what I said. I was just adding who you got King Kong or Donkey Kong. Nah, we ain't doing that. No, you think about your question. Oh, okay, what you got? Um, so we didn't talk about it. I was hoping we were gonna briefly talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it really quick. Uh I'm excited for season two of Love, Death and Robots. Oh which yeah. is out in like yeah. I think three weeks. It's out on the fourteenth of May. So I will definitely be watching. I I thoroughly enjoyed um, season one. We talked about it when it first dropped fairly extensively. Um, it was really it was really fun. Um, or it was actually some of it was weird because it was th- kind of thought thought provoking. Some were fun, some were grotesque, some were weird. So I'm looking forward to uh, season two, highly highly. Um, the final episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier is on Friday, uh, and we have Mortal Kombat, the highly anticipated video game adaptation remake film on Friday as well. I got to figure out what I'm going to watch uh, first, basically, because I'm going to be going out of town for like a day or so to see family and whatnot and then head back. So I might wait until I come back into town. We'll see. But I'm watching one of them. Before I leave, it's either going to be Winter Soldier and Fal- uh, the Sam and Bucky show or Mortal Kombat. Um, it's getting a little warmer, I guess. So I'm not probably going to be outside. Well, not, yeah, not today. And last night, yeah, last night it sprinkled, which is kind of weird. But yeah, uh, I might be out and about a bit more. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of about it. All right. Carlos, what you got? Uh, what do I have? Oh, I'm looking forward to getting getting a new driveway installed in my in our house on uh, the next next week. Um, we've had a bunch of construction done on the front yard, and I'm looking forward to getting the pavers in. And we're using the same person that did a lot of work for Prodigy, so Marlin is a pretty good dude and is doing a lot of good work for us. And 
it, it's weird because at some point in time, soon, within the next month or so, most of us will be able to be in the same building again. And so I'm mostly preparing for that because I have to adjust the studio <laughs> to account for more than one human being being in here. Uh, but I'm looking forward to like seeing people again and like, you know, just getting, getting used to all that. I, I don't know how, uh, Kamek is going to respond to that, but at some point we have to like reintegrate into society again. <laughs> so, I mean, most of us are vaccinated at this point. Um, except for old ninja, like wh- wh- where are you at with this, with the whole vaccination thing? Uh, still a little behind, but I just need to confirm my dates now, or uh, schedule a date and where I want to go. So trying to get that on the fast track. Yeah, so definitely. hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be within the time frame of a month. We'll see. Yeah, definitely because you're old and a ninja, so don't die. Of <laughs> the the yeah, invisible disease, the invisible enemy. <laughs> the not trying to catch the boomer remover. I know it's insensitive, but I said it. Yeah, that's all I got. Blue, what you got? Um, see, just taking care of little Blue, making sure that he's doing good. Uh, had some f- fucking funny story today. Is uh, we gave him a bath, and <laughs> I was like, literally, like, like I I, I dried him off. And he was on my lap, and I was pitting like, uh, like, uh, not baby oil, but I was like moisturizing his skin and stuff like that, because you know, baby skins are fucking sensitive, whatever. And I had a towel over him, but I wasn't really paying attention to exactly what was going on in the in the lower region. And he, he basically was taking a piss, <laughs> <laughs> and he was on my lap, so he, he peed he peed on me, to the point where it looked like I peed on myself, like. <laughs> Like it, it was pretty fucking funny. I like, I, like I, I, I gave it back to his mom because I put his diaper on and put him in his clothes. And I was handing him back off to his mom. I'm like, why is my lap so wet? I thought maybe it was just because you know he just got a bath or whatever. Not, but no, he like, like literally pissed on me. And I was like, oh shit, this is fucking funny. So I took a picture and posted on my Instagram. But um, yeah, the, the sweets and I, we we finally re, we refinanced on a house, and we, we're saving a bunch of fucking money. We like, did we're too. Least, yeah. Uh, we're we're saving about a good maybe. Six hundred dollars a Ooh, month. Shit. Cause our, our APR went from like four point, like four point eight to like two point, like six or something like that. Like nice. it, it dropped some significantly. But for some stupid fucking reason, there was a there was a I, I was sent to collection and like my my credit score dropped dramatically. One fucking little thing for like it was like for like four dollars. You can and fix my that credit quickly. score dropped. What's that? You can fix that quickly, actually. I'll hit you up after the, the cast, but like, um, cool. yeah, the credit, the, the Swedish credit score was like really good. So they basically put the thing under her, but like we, we really dropped, or we were, we're saving a lot of money. No, basically, so, but, so, um, hold on. Let me just real quick. So anybody, cause everybody needs it. to hear this. If your shit goes to collection and the collection people call you, answer the fucking phone. If you have the money, answer the phone and then they will, they'll come to you with a deal. Okay. Which is what they usually do. So for you, Blue, they'll probably sell like $300 or less. And be like, hey, listen, if I'm going to pay this money, can you take it off my, my my credit, you know, off of my credit report immediately? And usually they say yes. So just pay it. And within a month, it comes off your fucking credit report. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking paid it off with like the whole window for the whole refinancing thing and like the, the, oh. the interest rates and shit. It's like the window was too small for me to be able to get under there so you should have just put it on her name like what the fuck no we did 
Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's in her name, yeah. it's not in my name. But you can still but, go put uh, the title. Just skip if you want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Title wise, it's, it's it's in both our names, but like the loan is in her name, so hmm, I want to bounce. I can. I was just. Like, <laughs> but no. Um. Other than that, uh, taking care of the kid. Um. I got some yard work too, but no. Since we're refinancing, like we don't have to pay for like next month, so we're using some of that money to some a couple of house home improvement stuff. Like um. So that's what we're, our, we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, there's a bunch of little things we need to do around the house, but like, it's, it's, if you own a home, it's, it's part of like the stuff you have to do. But um, I, I actually like, I, I think it's kind of fun to be able to do a little home improvement stuff. But I also got to do some gardening work because the last couple of weeks, I mean, like back in, back in January, it, it rained a lot, so our backyard is like, it's got a lot of weeds and shit. I got to go out there and pull and clean up to make sure our backyard looks good. Sometimes Hayward doesn't fuck around with like weeds, especially when it's dry. I got a fucking ticket for that shit. Like, remember back, like, like a year or so ago, they were just like, yo, you need to fucking clean up. I'm like, uh, it was literally when they sent me the fucking ticket for it, like, took a picture, and it was the day when I was actually, like, weed whacking all of it. So it's like, what the fuck? So yeah, be careful. Yeah, like, Earth isn't that bad. Like, it's not, it's just the grass is overgrown. I just haven't had a chance to go out there. Because, our backyard is basically a fucking forest and like clean that up and then the front yard like it looks pretty but then all of a sudden grass started growing out of like random ass places and it's like it makes the front yard look kind of ugly so i need to go out there and like clean it up basically good shit good shit um i'm finally i don't know maybe about an hour or two left on uh completing miles morales finally it's excellent i know i'm way late on it why do you take so long uh, I didn't have a PS5. I wanted to wait for the PS5. Um, but uh, enjoying the fuck out of that. I'm definitely going to check out Mortal Kombat. I'm, I'm more excited for that probably than the the Falcon uh, finale. But although I will see it at some point during the long weekend. Um, and then, you know, I, I usually don't uh, uh, shout out any other casts all that much except for our friends or whatever. But I've been really fascinated by this one history one uh, called Blowback. Uh, they got like 10 episodes and I, it's all about the Iraq war back in 03 and then talking about the Persian Gulf war and all that stuff. So I've been loving that. Um, and, oh, and one last thing. Uh, if you haven't watched it already, it was nominated last fucking year for the Golden Eggplant Awards, but they have two seasons now. Great Pretender on fucking Netflix is an awesome fucking anime. That shit is all about fucking con confidence men or con men. And uh, it, it just... It has some touching parts and some fucking dank parts. So if you haven't seen it, give it a fucking shot. That's all I got. Well, yeah. then just take us out. Is that food and Ari's? Hold on. All right. Any food is? Not yet. <laughs> I, there's no, like, no. I got like four more episodes, so you never know what the fuck is going to happen. Uh, that's all you bad. Know, I mean, what? you're... Wait, did you finish Redo? I, uh, I think I have one episode left. I think I have one. Yeah, because that last one uh, was... Yeah, we we gonna talk about that one. Okay, let me let me watch that's, it. We'll do it next week. We'll do it for next that's week. That's one. That's the one that got me. We didn't talk about, it, but yeah. So one, everyone else, wait, one quick thing before we wrap it up. Uh, I've been listening to an audiobook called "The Last Hunter" by um, Jeremy Ro Robinson. Robinson. I just actually got the whole series today because it was under one credit for like five yeah. bucks or something like that. Yeah, it was super fucking cheap, but it's a, it's a really good. It's a really cool fucking story. And like it, the the first, it's, it's basically five books, and the first book is kind of slow, but it kind of picks up towards the end. But then every book after that, it's fucking ridiculous. It's like holy shit. But like J C uh, Bray, he does such a good fucking job of voice acting Bray. fucking people. 
Yeah, like he he literally does like probably like twenty different fucking voices in his goddamn series. Like he does women voices, he does kids voices, he does fucking demons. Like there's one point where uh they meet the they meet they meet Cronus from the podcast. They meet a <laughs> they come over to his house and it's like, hey Cronus, what the fuck's going on? And Cronus starts talking in. And like listening through your car audio system, it's fucking creepy as fuck. Especially if you have like Bose stereo or whatever. It's like it's fucking ridiculous. But uh yeah, it I recommend getting the Amazon uh audio um Audacity. Is it Audacity? No, that's something else. Audible. Audible, yeah. I, I rec- recommend people get an Audible it's 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 like twelve dollars a month and you get one free book a month, but I think it's like was it like eleven ninety nine to get three more books that month or something like that? It's thirty but I think it's, it's worth it. Oh, I pay th- no, because I like thirty-two. To, yeah, it's like thirty-three dollars, I think, uh, for three like credits. Eleven dollars a credit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I spent a lot on audiobooks, but it's dude, it's fucking it's worth well it. worth it. Well worth it, especially because I, I just yeah. got listening. I just got done listening to an audiobook that was thirty hours long, and I paid eleven dollars for it, basically. So yeah, and then the, and what looks- are you talking about the, the. The last hunter series that's like over 35 hours long and you you pay one credit for it so yeah Damn, but what, what's also cool is that like being even being subscribed to it there's free content on there too so yeah. there might be like you know a book of the month or whatever and you get the, you get that for fucking free which is kind of cool and that's how I, last hunter was free for me because i think it was free last month so i was able to get the whole entire series for for nothing and it's fucking like, great like a ps uh ps yeah. plus game yeah that's cool and it's also right, under too which is great Damn, All right, hold it to take us out. New stuff. All right, users experience Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. The dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts with B's and BTI. It's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, uh, you can email us at B's and BTI at gmail.com. Ask us about our Discord. We'll figure it out. If you're cool, let you in or whatever. Uh, we have some uh semi-exclusive stuff on there i know we're planning on more stuff there's gonna be more content coming over time uh just keep an eye out uh check out our official website binheadproductions.com and then of course every wednesday 8 30 pacific daylight time yeah uh, i'm because it's pdt i'm like is it still pacific standard but 8 30 west coast time yeah <laughs> 8 30 west coast time every wednesday check us out we go live on youtube and then anywhere else audio listen to your favorite audio listening service there you go all right y'all skate up thanks for watching